Someone's gonna get offended. It's just the way the world works. So to hopefully save everyone a little time and or energy, here's this. The opinions that you hear are those of the host and callers, and not those of iHeartMedia, its management, or advertisers. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Phillips File, broadcasting high atop the iHeartMedia complex on WTKS-FM, HD1, Cocoa Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. It's the final Friday, yippee. Is that the opening? Yeah, that was for you. That's it. Okay, last Friday for me for the year uh, 2017, and uh, next year it will be a four-day work week for me. Dirty Jim and his crew will be taking over on Friday starting in early January of 2018. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It's the start of the Phillips File. This one for a Friday. That is Friday, December 8th in the year 2017. Good afternoon. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever your stuff might happen to be. News and current events, we'll do that. We'll talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine, and we'll find many other things to discuss this afternoon. We always do. So take part in the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the state of Florida. You can pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. Check out the website. You can follow me on Twitter at Real Jim. Then, of course, send us a text on anything at any time. I promise we'll look at it, we'll read it, we'll review it. We may use it on the air. That's Real Mobile 77031, powered by David Moss Chevrolet and David Moss Toyota. But on the phones, long distance, toll free, one 978 1041 For those of you in the Metro, 407-916-1041. Besides all your great phone calls, Mo has news in a few minutes. Yes, we'll sir. work off that. Jack is with us. Pinkman is here as well. Right after the news with Mo, uh, Pinkman will have that old-time surf report, followed by a bonus round of closest to the pin. No Pat Clark today. Uh, he will not be joining us to talk sports, so I won't be talking to Patrick until uh, next year. Let's see what else. We have the regular round of closest to the pin. We'll have Jack's audio file today. Eddie the Shaman should be coming in to help out with So You Want a Winner. And then Eddie will get our chakras aligned as we get prepared to go into the weekend. I have another bat for you, Mr. Pinkman. Go on. Because we okay. had uh, Al Franken, who... Announced his retirement, not a retirement, his uh, resignation yeah. from the United States Senate yesterday. Later in the afternoon, another Republican congressman announced that he would be resigning based on some kind of uh, sexual Ed, nonsense. Yeah. But I will bet you $1 that um, Republican congressman um, Blake Farenthold oh. will announce his resignation before the first of the year. It was Farenthold who uh, use taxpayer money to, and there's an ethics uh, committee investigation in the House. But it's already been reported that Farenthold's office, or he used 
taxpayer money, I think, to the tune of eighty or eighty-five thousand dollars to settle a sexual harassment complaint. But uh, when this was uncovered, he said he had no intention of resigning, and there's been no indication that he will resign. I say he will announce his resignation. He will announce his plan to resign before the first of the year. Not he won't resign before the first of the year. Just make the announcement. One dollar. Before the first of the year, huh? Well, people are already calling on him to resign. Well, they've been—I think they've been calling on him to resign ever since they found out the money was spent. Oh, yeah. Okay. Can I think about it? No. Fine, one dollar. All right, you got it. Okay. (laughs) You can't can't think about it, so he agrees to the bet. (laughs) You are really bad. Nothing like erring on the side of caution. I think the odds are in your favor. I think the odds are in your favor that you'll pick up a dollar there. I sure hope so. Hey, congratulations to the news junkie and to Sean and Sabrina and C. Lane. Great job with their uh, annual Christmas bike drive. Pinkman has the total, Jim. What is the total? How many um, how many bicycles did they garner? Estimating around 315 nope. bikes or so. 300 what? 15. Very bikes. good. Excellent job. They always do great work with that and job well done. I was thinking when uh, you know, I had these various reports, I was listening to the show. And uh, you know, I, was, I, was like, I, was, I always thought if I had a chart, you know, I don't like to say Charlie Rose program anymore because of Charlie's problems, but yes. you know what I mean. Yes. I would always like to ask people, you know, no matter who they wor- work, and he's interviewed everybody from, you know, presidents on down to, right. you know, very important people to actors to, you know, playwrights and authors, uh, how they learned how to ride a bicycle. <laughs> I can remember the first time that I, I actually pedaled on two wheels. Same. Did you have somebody instruct you? Did somebody take uh, you by the... You know, put the their hand the on the back of the seat. Yes, and, of course. All right, pedal, 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 and off you went. My dad tried to help me for a while, but I never actually got it until I tried it by myself one day. You know, I don't know if my father knew how to ride a bicycle, to tell you the truth. <laughs> really? I never saw him on a bicycle. Huh, really? No, never did. Hmm. And he didn't, he didn't teach me. My brother knew how to ride a bicycle. Because after he went in the Navy, then I got his bicycle. Oh, you know, when we were riding around all, you know, all over the place without a helmet. Nobody wore a helmet. Yeah, That's how you did it back then. Yeah. And you didn't mm-hmm. tell your parents where you were going. Yeah. Skulls just come were back by yeah. dinner. Yeah, ride, you just left. Ride free or die, baby. <laughs> you're, well, you're right, Jack. It was. Off you went and, you know, just make sure you're home for dinner, all right? All over the damn place. But, yeah, no, I, uh, I had training wheels for a long, 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 long time. And you were afraid to... Take them off? Certainly was. Everybody is. Yeah, sure. I uh-huh. mean, there wasn't any, okay, let's try this. Let's raise them up a little bit so you get a little, a little bit. A little wobble. No, yeah, it just took them off and what? off I went. I learned ah. how to ride a bicycle in my parents' garage. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So you were sort of safe. You weren't going to hurt yourself too bad. It was kind of long. It was a long garage. It wasn't necessary. It was just a one-car uh, one garage, but it was long. You could fit a couple of cars in there, but not side by side. Oh, I see. And just, uh, you know, I was getting to the age when everybody, you know, all my friends, all my buddies were riding bikes. And I said, I got I to gotta, I gotta do this. I can't have these baby training wheels on Yeah, here. come on. Let's get with it. Come so, on. So I had my college roommate take them off. So, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so I was just thinking about that. You remember, Jack? I do. Um, it was a green bike with a banana seat. 
And I remember it was on my block, and I remember that wobbly feeling. And then when you go, it was it was pretty cool. Freedom. And, and we had the curb. Like down here, you have these curbs that kind of ramp up from street level. Yeah. But there, they were street curbs. It was like six inches up, rounded over. So it was like a block. You know, right. you'd have to step up on the curb. Yeah, so, that was before, you know, we were paying attention to people who were disabled and, and right. their needs. Exactly. No so I remember, you know, you, you kind of use that to get the pedal to lean up, to hold the bike up until you got on it, and then you kind of push off. Yeah. Ah, good times. Mo, how about you? How'd you get up on that thing? In the, with that, mm. that big wheel up front, yeah, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That little tiny wheel in the back? No, uh -uh. She'd jump off the back of the horse. I do remember <laughs> learning how to ride a bike and crashing it many times before I finally got the hang of it. But yeah, I'm sure that I had my, one of my, I'm sure my dad running aside and then let's go and then <laughs> you fall over. Then you try again, brush yourself off, hang on to the back and come on, no pedal. <laughs> that's what you have to keep telling. I mean, and then when I taught my kids, it was the same thing. They think because they're moving, they can stop moving their feet. Right. Pedal, 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 pedal. You got to keep moving. Otherwise, well, you'll, yes. you'll wibble wobble. You need them to buy into the fact that it's easier to balance as you're moving. Right. Not just but coasting. Because yeah. you start slow, and then they get nervous and stop, and then, then they're like, ah! The whole thing keels over. So, yeah. yeah. You said you'd catch me. <laughs> like a Benny Hill short. Anyway, so um, I tried to learn how to ride a unicycle. That never went up over very well. Did you? Oh, I have a new, uh, you know, uh, uh, Die Hard is my favorite. What ha was my favorite uh, was? holiday movie? Oh, oh I knew one. Last night, I was sitting there and scanning. Thought, God, there's nothing on, nothing on scanning here, scanning there, going here, pay-per-view, this, that, whatever. Yeah. And finally, uh, 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 saw the uh, Nightmare Before Christmas again. Oh, that's that's seen in years. That's absolutely terrific. Yeah, it's a Halloween. The movie. Nightmare Before Christmas. It's more Halloweeny than it is no, Christmas. It's, it's Christmas and Halloween <laughs> together. That's the whole. That's the whole theme. Well, I don't like the idea of that because it overlooks Thanksgiving. Well, Santa's in it. Yeah, Santa Claus. Not yeah, Santa Claus is in it. Just because there's Santa, does that make it a Christmas movie? Yes. Yeah, usually. It's Christmas no. Town. Jack Skellington, Skellington makes a, a, a pays a visit to Christmas Town. Come yeah. on, I he think sings I, the whole "What's This" song. Hello, I finally See, thought about Boogeyman a year Ooh. or two ago, and yeah, that's pretty ex pretty excellent. Yeah. Pretty excellent. Must say, I must say, stop action. What do they call it? Stop, stop action motion. animation. Stop motion. And uh, I got through my uh, my. Uh, what do you call it when you when you just blow through a, a series of oh, binge watched. Binged, yeah. yeah, binge watched because mm -hmm. it's all Kramer's fault. Stephen Kramer's oh, fault. No. Have you seen? Have you seen Big Little Lies? Have you seen Big Big Little Lies with Nicole Kidman and Reese Witherspoon and Laura and, Dern? And so, yeah, uh -oh. I got caught up. <laughs> you loved it? No, no, I liked it. It was based on, a, I think, a best-selling novel. It's kind of, kind of, kind of a chick thing, but still, yeah, kind of pretty good, though, right? Well, Everyone they're good. That I mean, they're good like actresses. It. Nicole Kidman is just—I mean, she's just absolutely terrific. And they all are, but uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I kind of fast forward in some places. Yeah, I don't have time for that. <laughs> you know. Yeah, okay. I think now they're having some. There's a lot of there's a lot of couples arguing in this. In that makes this you uncomfortable. Oh, no, I'm not crazy. I mean, I've been in relationships where there's been a lot of arguing. My my wife and I seldom argue. Um, I mean, you know, full scale just difference of opinion very 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 seldom 
Uh, we have differences of opinion. We talk it out and work it out, and you know, and we might get a little excited here and there, but it's not. But these uh, these couples on the band alive. Good gracious, God Almighty! What? Oh, they're really at going out. Yeah, I mean, it's like oof, back off. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio one hundred four point one. iHeartRadio is the easy to use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. All right, pay attention because this idea is gonna. Uh, Win over some friends if you send them this for the holidays. Have a box of steak. He's got the news that ain't gonna bore ya. Here's more rock, here's more rock, here's more rock. From around the globe to around the block, there's something special for ya. Here's more rock, here's more rock, here's more rock. She's got the news. Time for a check of the news. Here's Mo. Jim, the news brought to you today by McDonald's. I'm loving it. If you had tickets to the Dead and Company concert, good news today. Well, bad news is it wasn't last night. Good news is they've already rescheduled it. So the good news is you still have something to look forward to. That's correct. Now, I hope you can go to it, but here's the date. Put it on your calendar, in your Franklin planner. Put it on your phone. 2050. No, it's (laughs) next year. The Orlando show has been rescheduled for February 27th at the Amway Center here in Orlando. If you have your original ticket, no problem. They will honor the same ticket. And refunds are available at the point of purchase. So if you bought it on Ticketmaster, I guess you get your Ticketmaster money back if that date, February 27th, does not work. And gets your service charge back? Oh, my gosh, I hope so. Yeah, you well, better. That would yeah. be horrible, right? I mean, sure. I don't know. I don't know what the conditions are. It doesn't seem right, Jim. It doesn't seem right, but you know how those things work sometimes. I wanted to get tickets to see the Eagles and Jimmy Buffett. I had to get a co-signer. What? It was yeah. so expensive? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Florida is bracing for the coldest weekend of the year, and it could even include snow in the panhandle. The National Weather Service issued a freeze warning for tonight and tomorrow night, covering an area, for the panhandle anyway, that may include frost or snow. Forecasters say they will get a mix today of, of rain, and because mm, it's so cold, it may be snowish, um, and there may be accumulations possible here in Orlando. The temperatures may drop down into the 40s with wind chill into the 30s. Be a nice uh, change. Around here. Oh, 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 yes. Can't wait. It gets you in the spirit. And merchand- uh, merchants in the malls or wherever are very happy when it gets cold before Christmas. Oh, yeah. Because then people buy a lot more seasonal Get in the spirit. Sell them sweaters. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> if you are a fan of fantasy sports, and I know some people here ha- are yes. indeed uh, <laughs> fans of that, <laughs> there's a bill moving through Tallahassee making fantasy sports legal in Florida. The measure was approved yesterday by the Senate committee, despite a warning from the Seminole Tribe of Florida, because they think that this is an expansion of gambling and a violation of their exclusive rights to the games, to certain gaming, you know, uh, gambling games. It was illegal. It was illegal. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. You didn't know that? But the bill... the feds decided that. Yeah. The bill's sponsor says well, fantasy sports are not gambling because they're based on a player's skill in analyzing statistics and assembling a strong team. So here's the good news. It is moving through the legislature, and you may not be a scofflaw anymore, Pinkman. Yay, You scofflaw. may be, you know, 
You can make the argument for Texas Hold'em <laughs> yeah. poker because there's skill involved. There's skill. Yeah. That's what they say. Oh, there's skill involved deciding which baseball team will win. There you go. Yeah, you pick it with the stats yeah, and based who's, on, yeah. you know, who the pitchers yeah, are. You, and... you do the thing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, if we talk about fantasy sports, a lot of that's done online. You know, you pick your team and from across different football teams and whatever. It turns out that there's another online thing that I thought was legal around here, but it's not either. What's that? And that's Airbnb kind of things or short-term rentals. There's an Orange County family that's been hosting travelers from around the world for more than five years. Somebody tattletailed on them and shut them down. A short-term rental is considered fewer than 30 days, and it's banned in most residential areas in Orange County. Um, now, most of the time, the county code enforcement people look the other way. I probably don't even know. And they don't know, unless some some Mrs. Kravitz type uh, calls up code enforcement and gives a complaint. And that's what happened to these people. Some nosy neighbor, Mr. Wilson next door, calls up and complains. So these two people who ran this short-term Airbnb thing are going to the Orange County Commission on Tuesday to allow vacation rentals if the owners are there on the property. Mm-hmm. And that's how they work theirs, actually. Rent so, a room. Yeah, rent mm-hmm. a room in their home or in their, you know, designated space. Right. Um, now, sometimes you could rent the whole house, and I think that's where the problem is. And the Hotel Motel Association isn't crazy about this either. No. Now, it's essentially a bed and breakfast, Jim, right? It's called a hosted rental. Uh, it looks like it may be allowed in Orlando. We will see what happens in Orange County. Will they rent more than one room at a time? Sure. In a, a residential area? If you have a four-bedroom house. And I, don't, you, I don't know if I'd be crazy about that either. It's like an Airbnb. I mean, it's like a um, bed oh, and breakfast. Yeah. Well, I know, wouldn't want a they, bed and breakfast in my where I live either. They have two or three. Anymore and I want a 7-Eleven. Empty rooms. And, you know, they park in the garage. Uh, You'd never know. More. What? A little more, maybe. A little more what? You said you wouldn't want a bed and breakfast any more than you would want a 7-Eleven. Which would I you mean, prefer? It, it, I, I'd say a bed and breakfast would be preferable. You no? would never know there was a problem. They stay for a couple of nights. They park in the garage. They you know, they come in. They have a little snack in the morning, and they go on their way to Disney or but wherever they're 3 going. 3 a.m., someone dropping by to get a Slurpee? Oh, no, I wouldn't yeah, want that. Yeah, you don't want that. I prefer 7-Eleven. Right. They sell the most hot dogs nationwide than any other outlet. No, I wouldn't crazy about it. No? Mm-mm. All right. No, well, I wouldn't. <laughs> okay. Uh, you, I don't know how anybody would ever know. I have to be honest with you. Well, apparently somebody found out. Yeah, a little snitch. Traffic. People carrying bags. Yeah, people come and go every all the day. time. People, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, it wouldn't be every so other day, but it would be every now and again. Sure. These near to, well, I don't trust that Airbnb anyway. My first experience was Stinko. But cameras, I'm afraid. Yeah. I've had great experiences. Weird people, but I, I know. Weird people get into that I so s- they can put cameras up. you got uh, a better chance of avoiding cameras at a major hotel chain oh than an Airbnb. Boy. I do not disagree with that. I have not watched a bunch of videos of people secretly yeah. on the Google. You better right say Airbnb fact. videos or something. Uh, the man who prosecuted the murder case against Casey Anthony, Jeff Ashton, you know the name. He's putting his name back on the ballot. He's filed to run next year for a seat as a judge on Florida's Ninth Judicial Circuit, so that means he would represent Orange and Osceola counties. Yeah, uh, He was elected state attorney back in 2012, recently lost an election in the primary to Aramis Ayala, who is currently our state attorney around here. Uh, and he has since been very critical 
uh, along with a lot of other people, of her refusal to pursue the death penalty in capital murder cases. She is susceptible politically. Let me take a little break. Mo's got more news. The birthdays. We'll have the food of the day as well. Ooh. Don't forget Pinkman's old time surf report at the top of the hour. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Bonus round of closest to the pin at the top of the hour. Back to the news and the birthdays. Here's Mo. Here's something that we, well, we knew homelessness in the U.S. is up slightly, but it is down. In Florida, the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development found that on a single night, more than 553,000 Americans were homeless nationwide. That's just up one percentage point from the year before. Uh, But it turns out of that number, 32,000 of them were in Florida. But our numbers are down 4%. In local numbers, Pinellas County was the highest for some reason in homelessness. Broward County was the eighth in the country compared to areas of similar size. I think that we're Florida always is several cities in the top 10 because it's nice and warm here. And in the winter, would you rather be homeless in Minneapolis, St. Paul, or would you rather be homeless in Tampa, St. Pete? Uh, you know, it, it's certainly a lot easier, I think. Uh, anyway, so it turns out Broward County and Hill and uh, Pinellas uh, are on the top 10. But I suppose in the grand scheme of things, it's easier to be homeless when it's warm. Yeah, but yeah. it's not easy being homeless. Not at all, and no. We still have in Central Florida a big, big problem True. with uh, child homelessness. And I don't mean just children with, with adult par- with parents around. I mean kids who were all on their own. Yeah. Kicked out of kicked out of their house and just sad. The UCF football program, Jim, is losing two more members of its coaching staff. Oh. Sean Becton. There's is, only two left, I Is thought. leaving. Uh, joining Scott Frost. And offensive coordinator Troy Walters announced he was leaving earlier in the week. Although he didn't say where he was going, everyone's assuming he's following Scott Frost. Well, uh, well let I, me ask you a question. Then. I think okay, okay. What I mean, the question is because there's a there's still a continuing controversy over whether Scott Frost ought to be coaching the UCF Knights, uh, right. you know, against uh, Auburn. Yep. Okay, I I get that. I'm I'm not sure one way or the other. But what about the assistant coaches? Can okay. he use them, or are they all in Nebraska? And here's uh, the deal: he's what he's got to take volunteers. All but two assistant coaches followed Scott Frost to Nebraska. Okay. 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 The two remaining that Moira just announced will be leaving yeah. is probably because they are not going to be part of the oh. new coaches Josh Heupel's team. So I guess Josh Heupel came in, and he may have interviewed and said, okay, well, we appreciate everything you've done. However, you know, after the Peach Bowl, your time at UCF is probably done. So Mm. So who who does Frost use as his assistant coaches? Well, he'll bring his assistant coaches who, as two weeks ago, were UCF employees. But now they're Nebraska coaches. Correct. They're Nebraska employees. I don't know if I'm crazy. I don't know if I'm crazy about this idea. This is a bizarre situation. No, well, they're not. They're not UCF employees. It's bizarre. It's uh, I, I. I'm not sure if this has ever been done like this. However, that said, Scott Frost, as on the sideline, gives UCF the best chance to win this. I game. understand that, I, and I, I understand the the desire for for UCF fans for Scott Frost to be coaching. I just something something just doesn't quite sit right. Yeah, wait a bub. You know, you, you, you've taken a job. It's not yeah. like you're taking a job. You've taken the job. Correct. And then it's, you know, at when he's recruiting. He's recruiting now for Nebraska. True. His trip, he has even said in a statement the day after he agreed, you know, the day after the game last Sunday. Yes. He said, well, if he works the Peach Bowl, that will be part of a Southeast recruiting trip to try and get players 
for Nebraska. The word is he's already trying to recruit maybe uh, players that are on the UCF team. Yeah. Oh, to, go, to move to Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Who's to say Mackenzie Milton, now a college sophomore, two more years of eligibility, won't decide to you know sign oh, yeah. with Nebraska? Yeah but, who's, yeah. yeah, but who's to say? We know he's, re- at least according to sports accounts, Frost and his assistant coaches are trying to rec- recruit a few of the current UCF players. I don't think they're supposed to cherry-pick the current team. That seems a little bit well, sketchy to current me. Current players or current recruits? Current players. No, current play. He's talking to players, players. on the roster because at they, UCF. If they transfer, don't they have to sit out a year? I don't know what they have to do. Oh, yeah, then they're rich. I don't know. That's why they call them like Yeah, I never true. understood that. Or maybe it is. Maybe I read it wrong. Maybe it's just, yeah, yeah UCF is looking recruits. at some recruits yeah. and he's... He's, he's going, hey, you really want like, to go there because I'm moving to Nebraska. You know, Nebraska with a capital N. Well, yeah, uh-huh. it would have been Scott Frost and his team identifying the recruits and trying to recruit them to UCF, and now he's going to Nebraska. He, You know, whatever drew him to that player as head coach of UCF, you know, that, yeah, that, that player is still the same. He may say, I'd like to have that yeah. player in Nebraska. I think that's another reason he shouldn't coach yeah. the against yeah. the Auburn. Against Auburn. When huh. the Nebraska AD says that Scott Frost – Coaching the Peach Bowl is like a four-hour commercial for University of Nebraska. Yeah. That kind of gives you pause. Right. Well, yeah, give them pause if they get their clock cleaned by, by Auburn. Oof. Yeah. Jim, there is some good news a little closer to home, and that is the Eatonville police officer. We've been talking about him all week. Yeah. Who was one of the first heroes to respond to the Pulse nightclub shooting. It turns out that... If they had let him stay for six more months, he would have gotten full disability benefits. And they, after getting horrible press, the optics of it were terrible. They sort of changed their mind. And they are going to do right by this Eatonville police officer. Omar Delgado was called a hero for pulling victims to safety during the massacre. But because of the trauma that he experienced, the 10-year veteran has been diagnosed with PTSD, can't work as a police officer anymore. They put him on desk duty, but... Um, they were going to let him go at the end of December. But if he worked till June, he would get full disability. Now they say, oh, no, no, no. We're, uh, no, we're going to give him his full thing. I'm like, okay. You know, all of a sudden now, they're very generous. But well, they say I it was based on a complaint that they got against him from uh-huh. someone who he stopped or whatever. I thought it was, I don't know. That was a sketchy reason. But it turns out they're going to do right by Delgado, and that's good. There's a sexual harassment epidemic across state government. That quote from former Congresswoman and Democratic candidate for governor, Gwen Graham, she says she has zero tolerance for sexual harassment. And as governor of Florida, she'll appoint an independent ombudsman or ombudsperson, I guess you would say, to address the issue. For starters, Gwen Graham says that state Senator Jack Latvala has to go. The Clearwater Republican is facing harassment allegations from six separate women. And if he won't resign, Graham says the Senate should expel him. Back to the Pulse nightclub. Uh, Jerry Reeland, who has been in the news, who was a former officer with OPD. His wife has been leading a huge, I believe his wife, leading a huge campaign to get the state to pass a law or change the law where uh, first responders who are adversely mentally affected uh, in their job can... Uh, can um, uh, I think, believe, uh, get workers' compensation or something to that effect. And uh, he has filed suit against uh, the city of Orlando and the Orlando Police Department. Yeah. Saying they violated really? certain rules and regulations of they OSHA and this and right whatever. Well, yeah, sure. Yeah, they'll, and, ar- uh, they'll, they'll argue that they did, so. Oh, well. 
It's the optics of it look like they did. The optics look awful. Terrific. I agree with I agree you. With but you. OPD will say, look, here's what we did. But the yeah. real and families will say, no. here's what they didn't do. Correct. A man with connections to Norwegian royalty is accusing now actor Kevin Spacey of sexual misconduct. Writer Ari Ben was formerly married to a Norwegian princess and told a Norwegian radio station yesterday that Kevin groped him under a table during a Nobel Peace Prize concert this in Oslo. This is problem. I can't even watch ago. another Kevin Spacey movie without thinking about this now. He's a very handsy kind of guy. All of a sudden, he's grabbing people by the, you know, Well, I can understand the pale fellow well met. You slap each other on the back. You don't and, grab you know, them by whatever, the wiener, Give a man hug wow. and whatever. Fist yeah. bump. You don't grab them. You don't grope them under the table. And not at the Nobel Peace Prize concert. That just seems wrong. Spacey was co-hosting the concert, even worse, with Uma Thurman. Well, he said, let's go get a cigarette. You're co-hosting the, 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 the Nobel Prize concert. Where are you going? Seriously. <laughs> let's go get a cigarette, and he grabs the guy by and his... He get, under the table. Schnurgenbergen. Schnurgenberg? He grabbed his Schnurgenbergen is what happened. Whoa. I don't know. All right, let's move from those sections. I think that was I think hey, t- stop touching the <laughs> Schnurgenbergen there. What? It's just four days until Alabama holds its controversial special U.S. Senate election. Speaking of sexual grabbers, um, well, we're Roy Moore. We're talking about Roy Moore and President Trump is going to be in Florida tonight, just over the line from Alabama. He's going to be freezing in Schmorgenbergen tonight. He will be. It's going to be mm-hmm. cold up now, that way. Now, that is the TV market in Pensacola, Florida, and Mobile, Alabama. They are kissing cousins. Why doesn't he go right to Alabama? No, he's afraid. Well, maybe it's the only place you can land that big Air Force One. No, the optics of that look crappy if he goes to Alabama. So he goes over the line in oh. Florida. See how it goes? And now he <laughs> yeah, is so much better. He's speaking at a camp. But everybody sees through that, you Trumpster. Come on now, bub. Listen. Bub. It turns out that he's doing a Make America Great Again rally, campaign style. MAGA, baby. And, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> nobody is really sure how much of the speech will be focused on go get him, Roy, but that's what he's tweeted all morning. Endorsed him a second time. Go- Strong endorsement today, second one. What are they? It's full-throated endorsement is now what they're calling it. So yeah. when you donate to the uh, Republican National Committee, the GOP, wow. you're donating, donating money to a political organization that uh, has no problem with uh, child molesters and sexual harassers and and molesters, whatever. I don't know I mean, how that's you where you- some of your money's yeah. going. I don't know. I don't know how you put your head down on the pillow at night. These Democrats, some of these Democrats better get off their high horse, too. Yeah, I don't. It, for me, the hardest part is understanding how people can have such a double standard. They would tell their daughters one thing. If they have a teenage, a preteen daughter, 12, 14 years old, you never take off your clothes with a 34-year-old man. You never let him touch you through your underpants. If he comes out of a back room in his underpants, you're. At, I mean, that is totally, you tell your daughters this is inappropriate. And yet you would, what, cast a ballot for a guy who did that? It makes me very... The, the, the double standard is very odd. Those parents would tell their children one thing, and they cast their lot with this guy the very next you know, day. This is a different they, culture. This is, a, this is a strong evangelical faith culture in Alabama and a lot of his supporters... I mean, this is this is the way it is. They believe that uh, that we're all we're all sinners, and we all you know confess our sins. And as long as uh, we believe in Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior, we are saved. And you know, I mean, that's that's I'm not that's, even sure it's that deep. Well, well no, so, I think, and it's and it's the judiciary. It is the judiciary. Just, Abortion is the number one thing on their minds. The some people choose to uh, believe that or not believe 
the accusers Correct. when it comes to their political beliefs and ideologies. Just like during the Clinton scandals, people like would dismiss Jennifer Flowers and some of the other accusers of Bill Clinton and say, oh, they're not credible. I choose not to believe them because I believe in this candidate. Right. I mean, there's, you know, there are some Democrats, uh, you know, who are leading the charge for Al Franken to resign. And these Democrats have taken in thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars from you know, from uh, from, the, from, well, from the Clintons, yeah, and we're big supporters of uh, of Bill Clinton at the time, and we're looking the other way. You know, not not too many not too many Democrats stood up and say this is uh, this is wrong to do that with this individual, right? Yeah, the the climate is is such that it you know it is different now than it was even ten years ago. Uh, it was always that whisper. It was always under the table. It was always very quiet. And now it's out there in, in full view. And people are coming forward. And the... Well, should people step forward and say, you know, you look back. When I look back, you know, when Bill Clinton was in office and yes. all this stuff was going down and I looked the other way or I said, hey, this is okay. This is, uh, you know, consensual sexual relationship and all these other women who have made these allegations. They're just looking for a fast buck. Yeah. You know, in hindsight, you know, maybe if people would say, well, in hindsight. Yeah. Well, it's always 2020, yeah. right? I mean, it's, you know, you look back and you say, you know what? I was not on the right side of that one. Yeah, but they're well, not saying that. Nobody's now, saying that. Now, the defenders of Roy Moore are pointing out that Gloria Allred and one of his accusers, she's now admitting that she forged the yearbook that had a signature in it. Who's saying that? They did today. Gloria what? Allred had a press conference with her, the accuser who had the yearbook. She's saying she forged the yearbook. She, I think she says everything else is true, but except the yearbook. Mm. But that calls in the question her credibility, right. and any of people who support Roy Moore will point yeah, that out. But I think we have to, you know, there's a, there's a big, long line in between rape and sexual assault and, as I keep saying, boorish behavior. And... Uh, I hope it's not the the you know the French Revolution where everybody was uh, led to the guillotine. I mean, metaphorically speaking, if you know what I mean, doesn't matter. You know, or the uh, the little red book uh, revolution in China, when just everybody is is taken out. You know, does the uh, does all is the punishment the same for no matter what the the crime might be? Yeah, that's not true with other crimes. I don't know why it would be with this one. Well, I'm just wondering whether yeah. whether you know we get caught up in a rush to judgment. You know whether, and you can take the Al Franken, I mean the Franken case yeah. too. Right. I mean, he actually, I think he put himself on the sword for this. You know, he was. I hate to say collateral damage, but it was. Had that picture not come out, it would have. He could have denied, 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 and I think that he threw himself on the sword so that the Democrats can hold the high ground on this. Well, he threw himself on the sword after he knew he was going to get he was going to get pushed out of there. there yeah. was, he had to. He it had took, no. He had no yeah. choice. Right. I agree with that. Um, Do we have a food for today? We forgot the food. What's the food for today? Oh, you'd like the food today? Okay. Yes, I'll tell you. The oh, food but today. by the way, I'll tell you, Representative Trent Franks. Announces his, his immediate resignation from Congress um, after wife admitted to hospital. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, today, December 8th, 2017. And today, oh, it's one of your favorites. It is Chocolate Brownie Day. Love Chocolate Brownie, I know especially you do. with a cake. I like a, I like a cake More of a brownie. cakey brownie, yeah. I like a fudgy brownie. You like it with salt on it? What? Yeah, that was interesting. 
Oh, that like salted caramel brownie type. I thing? never had a brownie with salt on it. I had one yep. yesterday. Uh, also, Saturday. Yeah, I always try to tell good, you, though. give you a little peek ahead hey. to the weekend. What do you got? Saturday is pastry day, and Sunday is lager day, which Ooh. I guess is a kind of beer, right? Yeah. I don't know which is that the lighter or the darker of the two. Lighter, isn't it? The lighter. Yes. Lighter. Okay, so today, the chocolate- Carlsberg. Or mm, malt some, lager. Right. Carlsberg. Oh, Budweiser's mm. a lager. Chocolate brownie today, pastry tomorrow, lager on Sunday, and you're all set. Or is it someone who runs in place on a lake standing on a tree trunk? Huh. Oh, that's a lager. No, a Thank lager you. would be somebody who chops, chops down a down. tree. Yeah. Oh, I see. And who's the person who runs in place on a tree trunk in the water? Well, it's not a lager. Oh, he's a log roller. Yeah. But I don't Ooh. know what he's, he's a log, I guess. Hey, how come ESPN doesn't have those competitions anymore? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They're very busy with Gotta fantasy football. go to football ESPN, too. <laughs> Jim, loud, cr- large crowds of worshipers around the globe staged anti-U.S. marches today. Some stomping on posters of Donald Trump or burning American flags in the largest outpouring of anger yet at the U.S. president's recognition of bitterly contested Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. Even in, in Jerusalem itself, prayers at a lot of Islamic holy sites dispersed without incident, but they were clashing. Palestinian and Israeli troops were clashing. So it's anti-Israel and it's anti-American and it's anti-the Trumpster. Just saying. Uh, he has opened quite the Pandora's box on that one. Uh, the good news is also back home, closer to home, the federal government is funded for another two weeks. It'll get us through December 22nd. Ooh, so they, they big chunks of time. You in know, it. Yeah, they two said whole kick weeks. the can Ooh. down the road. They kicked it to the Friday before uh. Christmas. Uh, and just a quick update on the Roy Moore and the signature in the yearbook. Uh, the, the woman claims she did not forge the signature. She added the date and the name of the restaurant. Oh, the signature, she says, is and his, his. To the sweetest girl I could never know or all of that. Was... When did she add that? Recently or when, when, she he, was a teenager. when he wrote in the yearbook? Yeah, Allegedly, I'd... reportedly. Yeah, I didn't see the press I conference. I have Real Mobile updating me. Seven seven zero three one. All right. Still um, a creep. That's, it's awful. Uh, yeah. Um, Ariana Grande will be selling. Uh, she's selling a lot. Well, she's a very talented young woman. Mm. She's a singer, a pop singer, and she's been all over. Now she's into clothing mm. and she is selling all this kind of danger woman apparel. That's danger her new woman. brand, I guess. Yeah. The clothing company right. and the pop singer collaborated on a celebration of the Dangerous Woman Tour, an album. So if you're looking for hoodies, jackets, et cetera, are, are, dangerous woman. You know, women want to be empowered. They want to wear this stuff. Good for you. And the final season of Game of Thrones will reportedly not be airing until 2019 now. What? The season eight release was te- uh, teased in an interview with Variety magazine. HBO has yet uh. to officially confirm a release date. All right, birthdays quickly. Happy, happy birthday today to uh, Sinead O'Connor. Ah, Sinead. nothing compares to her. Mm, uh. I get it. How old is Sinead O'Connor? 60. Uh, 58. Really? Yeah, that's what I said. Making me say this. Bet you won't. I will. 59. Pinkman, 51. Yay, take that. Really? Yes. How about uh, Dwight Howard, former Orlando Magic basketball star? Dwight Howard. How old is Dwight Howard? 32. On the dot! Woo! Oh, guess what? On a day magic. And finally, I know you've got the poster. This is your last shot at oh. Holiday Magic mm-hmm. for the year. Ooh, pressure's on. And you have, oh, well, Pinkman goes first, yeah. I guess. Nicki Minaj. Get it. Great, okay. Thanks. Get it, Pinky. Hey. Get it.
30. I'm kidding. Don't get it. Four. Damn it. Older, Jim. I don't think so. I don't. No, I don't want to go older. 32. Well, well I do. 35. On the dot. Yeah, he's got the magic. Yeah, and, she's hot. And that's the Lottie <laughs> Don. Just call me Moira. Take a little break while we come back. Penguin's old time surf report, followed by a bonus round of closest to the pin and your opportunity to win good fortune for the rest of your life. Next on Real Radio 104.1. Talking on the radio, not your thing. You can do this, you can do this, you can do this. There's an easier way. It's called texting. 77031. Real Mobile. It's real easy. Real Mobile is powered by David Moss Chevrolet. There it is. There's the music. You know what it means. Time for Pinkman's Old Time Surf Report. Whoa. Happy Friday. Whoa. Same to you. Whoa. It's going to be cold this weekend. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. I don't and, know if there's any surfing going on. I mean, you can still surf if you wear a wetsuit. Oh, yeah. Protect your willy from shrinkage, you know. Oh, my God. Oh, it'll still shrink. Oh, yeah, come on. Seriously? But no one oh, yeah, will seriously. know. Yeah, you want to conceal that. <laughs> Otherwise, no you know. do that move when you're getting out of the water. You're oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. pulling your, your shorts yeah. oh, down. That's like, to get the sand and the shells out of the netting. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Oh, right. sure. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Oh, for Pete's sake. Netting is much better than that. Mesh? Yeah, the mesh. like They have scoops for aquariums. That lining? Yeah. Yeah, you want, yeah. I haven't worn shorts with netting in them in years. I go board shorts, baby. Does that have any lining? No, I don't no. think so. You wear oh. you wear uh, like boxer briefs with them, or nothing at all. Nothing boxer at briefs. All. Oh, like underpants under there. Soggy old cotton boxer briefs no, under there. No, no, like they're like spandex. compression pants. Yeah, yeah. Spandex yeah. compression shorts, bro. Serious? <laughs> 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 this yeah, is bro. news to me. I don't you know. You should about try this it out. It's very freeing. Oh. Well, number one, I don't surf. Number two, if I was playing basketball, maybe some compression shorts. Under. Your yeah, basketball you, shorts? No, just compression shorts, of course. <laughs> that would be weird. All right, never mind. Well, you can either wear them under your board shorts or uh, nothing. Yes, okay. That's, okay. Right. That's your same. commandos and command don'ts for the day. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Anyway, the surf this weekend, uh, Jacksonville is looking at two to four feet. Uh, it's already colder up there. The air temperature is about 64 degrees. The water is actually warmer than the air right now at about 68 degrees. Mm. You Still have to put cold. the wetsuit on when you come out of the water. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like a dry suit. I don't know though. if you could surf when it's snowing. It seems a little bit odd. Oh, you, you can, can do it. You can surf it. If anytime. on the land it's snowing and you're going out in the mother ocean to surf? Number right. one, you get the wave of your dreams because nobody's competing. With oh, I see. oh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's right, bro. Oh, I see. Right, Except bro. some uh, cold water sharks, mm-hmm. winter sharks. Oh, you got to watch out for the winter sharks. Oh, sure. Summer air, winter air. They uh-huh. mostly deal with that in like England, Ireland, New yeah. England. Yeah. Good in Maine. They wear, Greenland. even in the summer, they're wearing the wetsuits. Yes, I hear. It's cold water up there all the time. Got that right. On account of the lobster population and all that. Uh, Ponce Inlet's looking a little bit better than Jacksonville. Three to four foot swell. Uh, the air down there is much warmer at a cool 78 degrees. The sea is looking at 72. Cocoa Beach, uh, smaller waves, but more consistent than Ponce Inlet and New Smyrna and all that. Mm. Uh, two to three feet, again, 78 degrees there. And Sebastian, you're looking at 80 degree air temperature, 77 for the sea, and two to four foot consistent breaks there. A car. A car. Time for your slang of the day. What do you got? Reeling. Reeling? Mm-hmm. Use that in a sentence, Brody? Ah, uh, yeah, mate. It was reeling out there. The waves were game for days. 
The, the waves were what? Going for days. The waves were going for days. What is reeling. it again? Reeling. 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 Use that again. Ah, uh, yeah, mate. Chris. It was reeling out Chip. there. Whatever your name Chip. is. Chip Wallaby. Chip. Come on. Chip Kristen. Oh. The waves were reeling? Waves were reeling, mate. One right after another. Oh, like just rolling, one right rolling. Out just one right Yeah, you can't go like wrong. That. Yeah, one good wave after another. Maybe it was that, like that, but at Hanalaka Laka Laka, you know, like it was like one of those, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that, that very famous. Um, Your Hawaiian is terrific. Uh, oh, I know. King Kamehameha. Uh, him. And, and, you know, they had that surfing competition. And anytime you get into that tube, like the tunnel, like it's a reel. reeling. Yeah, reeling. Look, the waves are rolling over, like reeling this way. That's not bad, but. That's I don't know. Creative. I'll go one right All after right, another. They're just it. coming in one right after another. Good yeah. waves. Yeah, you're right. Am I right? Yeah, you're right. Finally. Oh, really? Yeah. First time ever. Mo, what you described is called being pitted. Oh, see. You pitted in the tube, man. Yeah. Like an olive. <laughs> oh, I pitted. see. An olive. Yeah. yeah Kager olive. Friday, bro. Collar's up. <laughs> Collar's up. Hey, we're meeting up at the boardwalk to down some beers and meet some broads. Oh, boy. That's what you do. And I'll leave you with this. All right. <clears throat> it's please. like the ancient Hawaiians always used to say. Yeah, used to say. Used to. They don't say it anymore. Otherwise, they wouldn't be ancient Hawaiians. <clears throat> Sometimes the tastiest coconut is found on the shortest tree, brother. Okay. That's it. Well, thank you. Think about uh, it. Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I will for the next three weeks, as a matter of fact. Yeah, I'll get back to you in the new year. Can't wait. Thank I you. Think, isn't that what just like short Hawaiians would say to pick up chicks? <laughs> Maybe. Okay. I, I don't pretend to know the ways of the ancient Hawaiians. I just read their scripture. Okay. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Go. Uh, thank you, Pinkman. Good job. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Let's move ahead. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong. It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody, we're all going to get late. It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right. You've got that right. The game is closest to the pin. Let's go while we're young. And now here's your ever excited host, Jim Phillips. Joseph is on the line. He will play against Pinkman in this bonus round of closest to the pin if he wins he receives that you met a business card guaranteeing him good fortune for the rest of his life joseph knows if he loses bad luck for 24 hours so mr payment go to the soundproof booth mm-hmm. we'll bring okay. you back in a couple of minutes to determine your handicap for today joseph how are you good how are you doing all right joseph i've got 10 questions for you you know how this works they're all interconnected in some form or fashion just answer to the best of your ability are you ready sounds good let's count down for joseph certainly in three two one joseph the united states now recognizes jerusalem as the capital of israel what's the population of israel um 1.3 million what percent of israel's population is jewish uh, 95%. How old is famed American Israeli violinist Yitzhak Perlman? 42. Actor Ron Perlman was the lead character in the movie Hellboy. They came out on what year? Uh, 1994. Actor Steve McQueen was in a forgettable movie called Hell is for Heroes that came out in what year? Um, what was the movie name again? Hell is for Heroes. Oh, it's, uh... 2002. Steve McQueen rode a Triumph motorcycle in the movie The Great Escape. Triumph was established in what year? 1973. 
Harley-Davidson Motorcycles is headquartered in Milwaukee. What's the population of Milwaukee? Um, Three million. Actor, singer, game show host John Davidson is how old? Uh, 78. Davidson hosted a revival of the game show $100,000 Pyramid in what year? 2012. Get it within 50, you win outright. If John Davidson was a crow in Las Vegas, Nevada, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Palm Springs, California? Uh, 550. Time. All right, there you go. What was the mileage? Uh, within how much? Uh, 50. Within 50. Yeah. Okay. Bring in Pinkman. Here he comes. Within 50 miles, they win it outright. That's correct. I see. Mm-hmm. It's a nice, generous offer you make. You have to, yeah. You have to visualize yourself being a crow. Whoops. A car. All right, Mr. Pinkman, if you'll roll the dice, uh, we set your handicap at 15, but we allow you to roll the dice. Whatever that number comes up, we'll take off 15. That will be your official handicap for today. Uh, Here we go. Oh, What? Six. Oh. Yeah, okay. Nine second handicap. That's a I have lot. ten questions for you. Answer to the best of your ability, please. Okay. Let's do it in three, two, one. Pinky, the United States now recognizes Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. What's the population of Israel? Two million. What percent of Israel's population is Jewish? Uh, 70%. How old is famed American Israeli violinist Yitzhak Perlman? 72 Actor Ron Perlman was the lead character in the movie Hellboy that came out in what year? 2006. Actor Steve McQueen was in a forgettable movie called Hell is for Heroes that came out in what year? 1959. Steve McQueen rode a Triumph motorcycle in the movie The Great Escape. Triumph was established in what year? Uh, 1892. Harley-Davidson Motorcycles is headquartered in Milwaukee. What's the population of Milwaukee? Uh... 300,000. Actor, singer, game show host John Davidson is how old? 81. Davidson hosted a revival of the game show $100,000 Pyramid in what year? 1984. Get it within 50, you went outright. If John Davidson was a crow in Las Vegas, Nevada, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Palm Springs, California? 137. Time. Whoa, Nelly. There we go. Let's take a look at these answers here. Uh, what's the population of Israel? Joseph said. 1.3 million. Pinkman, 2 million. 8.7 million. Oh, what percent of Israel's Pink. population is Jewish? Joseph said. 95. Pinkman. 70. 75%. Okay. How old is famed American Israeli violinist Yitzhak Perlman? Joseph said. 42. Pinkman. 72. She said 72. Right on the money. 72. Oh, there you Woo-hoo. go. Jeez, you're killing it. Actor Ron Perlman, the lead character in the movie Hellboy that came out in what year? Joseph said. 94. Pinkman. 2006. 2004. There you go. Come on, Joseph. you got you got to get on the board here, bub. But he could get the last one, and it wouldn't matter. That's true. Actor Steve McQueen in that movie called Hell is for Heroes. What a stink bomb. Nope. They came out on what year, Joseph said? 2002. Well, that would have been hard because uh, Steve McQueen would have been dead by yeah. then. Mm-hmm. Pinkman said? 59. 1962. Another point for Pinkman. Uh-huh. Steve McQueen rode a Triumph motorcycle on the movie The Great Escape. It was supposed to be look like a BMW, but anybody who knew anything about motorcycles knew it was a Triumph. Triumph Motorcycles established in what year, Joseph said? 72. And Pinkman? 1892. 1902. There you go, Pinky. Four to go, five to go, one, yep. two, three, whatever. 
Harley-Davidson Motorcycles headquartered in Milwaukee. What's the population of Milwaukee, Joseph said? Three million. Pinkman? 300,000. 595,000. Thanks, Ooh, you might shut them out. Actor, singer, game show host John Davidson is how old, Joseph said? 78. Pinkman? 81. 75, you're on the board. Oh, there Damn he it. is. <laughs> Davidson hosted a revival of the game show $100,000 Pyramid in what year, Joseph said? 2012. Pinkman? 84. 1991. Pinkman? Here we go. Get it within 50. You win outright. Pinkman has a commanding lead. Nine to one. Wow. Commanding lead, but he can lose it, it all be, here. Wouldn't that be awesome? No. Yeah, well, it's it happens. happened to me before. It has. I'm rooting for Joseph. If Whatever, John Davidson dear. was a crow in Las Vegas, Nevada, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Palm Springs, California? Joseph said. California. Joseph said 550. Pinkman said. 137. No, John Davidson, at the ripe old age of 75, if he flapped his wings in Las Vegas and he wanted to fly to Palm Springs, he would have, a, have to cover a distance of 274 miles. Uh, Pinkman is closer and wins the game. Sorry, Joseph. Got your clock clean. Bad Ooh. luck for you for 24 hours. Thanks for playing that bonus round of Closest to the Pin. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes What's my record? It is 129 wins and 68 losses. Not too bad. Not too shabby on your part. I feel good about it. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. It'll be time for Jack's audio file next on Real Radio 104.1. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. The thrill of victory. I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. And the agony of defeat. Chicken Tetrazzini. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. I had to finish sending my Christmas cards, so let's hear what's in Jack's audio file. Woo, everybody. How you doing? We have the audio file today for this Friday. Glad to have you with us. And uh, let's start in Southern California. Let us not forget they are still battling fires, although the winds have uh, died down uh, only about 20 miles an hour uh, today. So uh, let's get our quick update. Uh, To this point, within the Ventura City, the number of structures damaged is 85. The number of structures destroyed, 427. Good God. In the unincorporated areas of the county, zero structures damaged and 12 destroyed. And that was earlier Sad. today. You had a little time pass since yeah. uh, that report was given. So it's, uh, you know, they're still dealing with it uh, out there in Southern California. So what we're going to find uh, for the fire crews out there is that during the night and morning hours, you're going to have northeasterly winds probably gusting around 20 to 30 miles per hour with your strongest winds at the ridge tops, the higher elevations. Yeah, twenty to thirty balls an hour, just yeah, nothing. I mean, that's a that's a pretty yeah, that's good kite flying weather, right? Uh-huh. That's a good idea. Oh, you yeah, uh, I understand. My cousin who lives out there and can look out her window and see the smoke and fog and all that, she has to wear just to walk her dog has to wear a, a mask. Yeah, they were handing. I saw them handing them out yeah. because they said what are the, the particulates? You don't see it, He's, but they're in the yes. air. But like if you go to a, a, yes. an open swimming pool. You can just it's see it because it right. catches in that, and they, then you see them in the water, and it's like, oh, everyone is breathing in these. Uh, yeah, it's people uh, with COPD. Ooh. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Jim, it is an opportunity to use uh, drones for a good reason. They send them up so they can survey 
they get that bird's eye view and are able to direct uh, firefighting crews uh, to where they might be most effective. The drone will fly over, locate hot spots, and then we'll dispatch our firefighters <laughs> to put final extinguishment in that area. That doesn't mean we want hobbyists sending their drones up no, there. Do, you do, do, do that, do, 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 you get in the way of firefighting aircraft. Yes. They've had to ground planes in the in the past because these goofballs would send up their drones to right. look at the fire. Dummies. Heard a story. Doped. And I forget where, but recently a helicopter putting his helicopter down because some idiot on the ground was pointing a laser up. Yes, at yes, him. yes. He got mad. Yeah. I'd Big be mad too. Had that story. I got him though, right? Oh yeah, they got him. I think they landed, you know, the two feds. Hey, I was just pointing my laser at you guys. Yeah, that's a class three <laughs> felony or something. Should Third be. Third degree. It's very dangerous. Yeah. 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 Jerks. Laser Jim. pointer jerks. <laughs> I know you were getting a little concerned today being the end of the government, but don't worry. Whew. Sleep easier <laughs> oh, knowing. Oh, I feel better now. Government's going to, is open for business. On this vote, the yeas are 81. The nays are 14. The joint resolution is passed. I believe the um, government is now funded for a amount of time less than your next vacation, Jim. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's correct. Yay. Some good did come out of it, despite those obstructionist Democrats who were threatening to shut down the government, no. even though they have no majority in any branch of government currently. Uh, Funding the government is extremely important. Helping our soldiers is very important. And helping average citizens is very important. So we're here in the spirit of let's get it done. It's so, very important. That's Chuck Schumer. Uh, very, you can tell He's by his important. voice it's very important. Senate Minority Leader Chuck yes. Schumer, as yeah. Moira mentioned, uh, is saying, hey, see, there are things we can work together on. That's and, great. Uh, House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi echoing those thoughts. You have described the opioid crisis in our country. We want to address that, help our veterans, as chip uh, children's health insurance, and uh, again, all things that have bipartisan support. See? Yep. Democrats and Republicans coming together for the common good. That's not in anybody's political best interest to shut down the government or vote for it. I don't know. I thought President Trump said it might be in his best interest. Yeah, he doesn't. He's, he's, he's not He's that. an idiot. Oh. Well, he's, come on. Sad. He My may personal be, opinion. He may be an don't idiot, management. but he's our idiot, Jim. He says his friends in New York, his rich friends, are mad at him. So he's trying to hold the line. Why? Because the the, his rich friends are, you know, are mad that he's what? changing the tax the, laws. the tax break they're getting isn't enough? Wait he a minute. Said. They're Whoa. the ones benefiting. Majestic. Says they're mad at him. Yeah, okay, we what believe rich that. Friends? I don't think he has any friends. You don't? That rich makes acquaintances. Me... Oh, now I feel bad for him. I Wouldn't you like to give him a hug now? You no. know he has no friends? No, certainly oh. not. No, I think he's an ignorant boob. Oh. <laughs> well, on that note. I mean, I make a big deal out of it. I mean, people know how I feel right. about him. I all don't right, spend fine. all afternoon talking about him. I no. just spend here and there. You get bow, you boom, you pow. get some shots in there, pow, yeah. go down, pow, and right. upstairs, bing. Oh, not bing, bing, bing. No, bing, not bing bing, 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 bing. However, it is this. Here's something nice about President Trump. I think he should get some friends. Well, I, I, I don't know friend. about his friends. What I do know that he did take time yesterday uh, mm. to mark the 76th anniversary of the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor. Oh, no. And honor, no, there's. 
Oh, this did is, he? Oh, okay. This is nothing wrong, Mo. Okay, this, I thought he was going to embarrass us, you no, know, no, say no, no, something's no. embarrassing. Okay, good. Like he normally does That's every time he opens his mouth. Kind of, sort of. This was not one of those times. He honored survivors of that fateful day oh, back in 1941. The legacy of that legendary American generation is carved deep into the stone monuments of history across the battlefields, oceans, and harrowing skies of Europe and the Pacific. He's okay. a great speaker, isn't he? Ooh. He did better than he did on his um, Jerusalem. Nice yeah. That's because his dentures didn't come loose. I don't think he wears dentures. I think he does. No, I don't. The way he was talking was like he was holding his teeth in his mouth. United States. <laughs> Try to do that, Mo. In- like yeah. United States. Hold your dentures in with your tongue. United States. Well, See? I don't know. I were going to... Move the capital of Israel to Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Shay. His dentist says he is obsessed, though, with teeth whitening. He's Denture always whitening, doing you mean. teeth whitening. No. A lot of people do that. He now. doesn't do. People dentist. can go too far with that. I'm yeah. talking to you, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. What? Oh. Oh, The Rock. Get to a certain age, you shouldn't do that anymore. What is that called? Uh, I was going to say the... uh, That old mottled skin and then those super white teeth. Yeah, it's like coloring your hair one color without that, you know, the gray in there. I don't know. I don't color my hair, so I know nothing about color. 85 years old and jet black hair. (laughs) Sure. Okay, got it. Exactly. Anyway, here's a little more on President Trump honoring the Pearl Harbor survivors. Throughout the war, one great battle cry could be heard by American friends and foes alike. Remember Pearl Harbor. I thought he was going to say, remember the Alamo. Now, do you remember? (laughs) That would be great, wouldn't it? Did you know? (laughs) Right, yells out. Yahoo! Mountain Mountain Dew. Yep. uh, There was a song. I didn't know that. Because one of the survivors, one of the vets, surprised the president by breaking out in song. Mm -hmm. We shall always remember how they died for liberty. Just remember Pearl Harbor and go on to victory. Aw. Good for him. Good for them. He's got a lot of moxie, that one. Generation saved the planet. That was 76 years ago yesterday. That means it was 76 years ago today that this happened. I ask that the Congress declare that since the unprovoked and dastardly attack by Japan on Sunday, December 7th, 1941, a state of war has existed between the United States and the Japanese Empire. Didn't take that long to kick the crap out of them, did it? What, four, four and a half, five years? Oh. 76 years ago today. They don't mess around with the USA, right? Right. The United Uh States entered World War II. Kicked their ass on that uh, that side and on the other side, too. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. All sides. Up one side and down the other. Got that right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Took it to the Jerry's. Oh, yeah. That's the Germans. Yeah, the Jerry's. Jerry's. Oh, boy. Didn't we stop till we were standing in Berlin? Although I think the Brits were the ones that called them Jerry's. The Jerry's keep dropping pounds on London, <laughs> but the Queen Mother continues to have a happy birthday as Linda does get... Uh, we're in a festive mood. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, they were bombing London. They had to black out their windows, Jim. They were not in a festive mood. 
They're in a festive mood. No, no, no. no. Oh, that's the that's the spirit of the Brits. Yeah, that's nobody where, takes down the Brits. That's where that "keep calm and carry on" poster. Got that oh, right. Carry on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Points. You mean that wasn't originally made about donating blood or, or sorority girls yeah. or oh, yeah. running yeah. a five k? No. Battle, battle of Britain, baby. <laughs> You're goddamn right. right. All right. You guys that's remember right. Michael Slager? No. Uh, Who is that? <laughs> former North North Charleston officer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, in South Carolina, he was sentenced to nineteen to twenty four years in prison. For the deadly shooting of the unarmed black man, Walter Scott. Right. Remember, we pulled him over about yes. the taillight. And, uh, yeah, would have gotten away with it if there weren't video. It wasn't video. Happened to be cell phone video of Walter Scott running away and uh, and Slager shooting him in the back at first. Pled, uh, first, it was not guilty. Anyway, uh, found guilty. But uh, here's Walter Scott, the victim's mother, Judy Scott, reacts to the decision. I thank God for the attorneys. I just thank God for everything that he has done. My soul is rejoicing right now because of Jesus. I thank God that he's in our lives. Yeah, former officer Michael Slager committed second-degree murder and obstruction of justice before the sentence was handed down. He did apologize to each of the family members. Here's one of them, Walter Scott's brother, Anthony says his family has gotten justice. We feel like we have gotten justice today. We feel that we have moved on. And not only did we get justice today, but the truth was told. When uh, people of color think of Jesus, do you think they think of Jesus as a person of color? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Or do they think of Jesus as the stereotypical Long hair, white guy? Yeah, with a nice beard. I think of him as a Middle Easterner, somewhere in between. Same. Dark complexion. Darker, darker complexion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, well, I wonder whether if you're you're black, whether you consider the, your image of Jesus, the so-called, as I would term it, son of God, mm. is more black or is black as opposed to whether it's Middle Eastern or ca- Caucasian. Just saying. I'm not a black woman, but I would believe that that's true. Think? Okay. Yeah. Just wondering. Well, Jim, as a kid, I had a picture Bible, so I know exactly what well, I've never seen like. a black Jesus. <laughs> you haven't? Never seen a, an image of a black Jesus? I've seen no. a black Jesus. You have? Yeah. Have you seen a black Santa? I'll send you an emoji. I saw I've it. seen a black Santa, oh. and that person on Fritz in the Street last year didn't know about black Santa, who was drummed out of the Mall of America last year. How long are you time. holding on to that, Mo? Jeez, oh, man, it's been a while. Yeah. God man. almighty. It was a big story. About a grudge. What they you... drummed out Part a black Irish? Santa. Was that... <laughs> <laughs> no. was that the same day as the corn famine answer? I don't know. No, it was a different week. All right. But I will always remember black Santa because of that story of the Mall in America. Wow. Yeah. Speaking Jeez. of Just Santa's saying. at the Mall in America, I cannot yes. thank Moira Moore for <laughs> no, the segue. Really. Because there is a Santa University held in Colorado, mm. and you know, Jim, as there's one Santa Claus, very busy this time of year. You got that right. So his elves, his helpers, Oof. go out throughout the malls of America to receive kids' wishes mm. so they can pass them on to the North Pole. However... Those elves need training, and that training happens at the Santa University held in Colorado. Santa University is held in Arvada, Colorado, at the corporate office of the NOR programs, which is called the NOR Pole. 
Oh, wait, let's give you a little more about Sandy University. We have a class on our social media. We teach the Santas how to pose, how to take great pictures. We have a class on taking care of yourself so you'll be really healthy during the season. We teach the Santas how to deal with the media, what to say, what not to say. What's Ever see that clip from Saturday Night Live where Alec Baldwin, it's a, it's a takeoff from Glengarry Glenn Ross? Yeah, no. You haven't? Coffee is for closers. I know coffee yeah. is for closers, and I know the movie, but what does he have to do with... Well, Second place. I'm talking about Santa's elves, Santa's and then the Saturday Night Live skit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like the chief elf, and yeah. that comes in to talk to the other elves because they're not producing the way that they should. Oh, I see. No, but I like the concept. I think it's funny. You might want to check it out on I'm YouTube. I'm going to look at it. Sorry. I'm looking. I digressed. Sorry. <laughs> We might even be able to put it on the air. I need to fill some time because we won't be talking sports with Pat Clark. Oh, find it. Instead, Jim. Either that or sweaty balls. (laughs) Excuse me? Why don't you, uh, (laughs) hey, Mr. Movie Man, why don't you identify this flick? All right. If I may, I, for one, have never advocated passive anything. I'm with Mr. Jinnah. We must never submit to such laws. Ever. And I think our resistance must be active and provocative. Jim, that's Atlas Shrugged. Uh, oh, Jim, no. <laughs> Does that's... Jim have another guess? A movie starring Ben Kingsley. Oh, is it Gandhi? Gandhi, yeah. It is Gandhi. Did you know? Good job, Mo. Gandhi. Sure. Sorry, I didn't mean to yell out. It's all right. But Gandhi, 48 Hours, and The Verdict had in common. Oh, it's like a, a common bond. Mm-hmm. Gandhi. 48 hours and what? The verdict with Paul Newman. Mm. Let's see. Mm, trying to think to the share actors, but I don't know. No. That wouldn't be. They share a date. They share the date of December 8th. Oh. 19. That's what I want to know. They all those those three what movies. Year? All those three movies opened in theaters 1985. Nationwide on December 8th, you tell me the year. 19 I'll, say, said, I'll go 1985. I think it was 81. And Pinkman somewhere in between? Uh Deal, 1982 points That's what I was going to say. All right. I saw the right stuff the other night on TV. I didn't start to watch the whole thing. 1983. Great movie. It is a terrific movie. It still holds up pretty well, but 1983. Time flies, boys and girls. Party hardy. Almost 35 years. That's what I look for on DVD. That's what my wife, I know, will watch. Like I, yeah. she and I can watch together. She's watching because Sam she- Shepard was a stud then. Easy fella. Let me ask you something about that this. Crooked tooth. You say love that. that movie held up. That was a period piece. Any movie about a, a you know a time. In, yeah, it's a period in our time in our history. So. Right? Yeah. Couldn't you call it that? It's, yeah, it's a, yeah, I would say it's a period piece. It was piece, made but, in the 80s about something that happened in the 60s. But I don't know whether all period pieces hold up. That is my question to you. Don't no. you think they have a better chance of holding up since yes. it's not like... To a degree, I do agree with it, yes. Like a modern-day 80s film that you go back and watch now. And like, like American Graffiti. Yeah, oh, look at the hair. Look at the collars. Look at this. Look at that. Blah, blah, blah. I like to complain. <laughs> Mary. Uh, no. Oh, I can watch. <laughs> no, I can watch the right stuff and find some a production error. I'm not. not I'm a production error aficionado. Yeah, we know. They're wearing a wristwatch. There's a they were in Ben Hur. Jim, I'm not sure that's true. One final piece. I'll of find audio. a scene for you. No, here we go. One final piece of audio as you guys research 
the Ben Hur wristwatch scene. Uh, wristwatch scene. Uh, Jim James Corden carpool karaoke without a doubt a smash hit really put a show on the map with Did, yeah. those videos Great. going viral. Mm-hmm. Uh, one popped up. It was actually released a year ago. Um, I just started watching it and. I couldn't help. I got halfway through this, and I even remarked to Pinkman. Pinkman, what did I say to you about that video? It makes you happy. It makes you happy. It was a song. It is one of the biggest Christmas hits. The one that we learned came out in about 1994, Mariah Carey. It's Mariah Carey and James Corden mm. doing carpool karaoke, but there's something more. My Christmas shopping. You I cannot so tell you. Just to have a, a different perspective on what to do. That's Mariah Carey. Here we go. Put it out there. Put it out there. I want you to sing my song, All I Want for Christmas is You. <laughs> so, of course. Can't now it's it. Christmas. You know, she's, she's popping yes. that cleavage Huge. there. But... So, they do the song. Good song. But what was really neat, and, and, and Pigman and I were remarking about the forethought involved in this, and how I wish we could apply that to our job here. <laughs> What's that? The In this video, which is posted at realradio.fm, you hear them sing this song throughout, but almost every carpool karaoke that they've done over the past previous year, they're all singing it. That means every time they did a carpool karaoke, they also did this song in anticipation of releasing it at Christmas time. You know what I'm saying? So when he did he did a, oh. a segment with Adele, and it you know at the beginning of the year he also did this song, you oh, know I with see. the Red Hot Chili Peppers they also did this song. Elton John. And so this Elton John and everyone else he he uh, James Corden did carpool karaoke with. It's a montage of Lady Gaga all singing this song oh, wow. in, a, in the supercut. It just goes to show you like throughout the whole process. They had this in mind to do at Christmas time, and you watch that video, and it's like, that's pretty damn cool. And you can see that pretty damn cool video at realradio.fm, keyword Phillips file. Enjoy that one, and Merry Christmas, and enjoy your holiday magic. Take a little break when we come back. No Pat Clark and sports, so we'll fill the time. You know that. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A woman is suing her doctor for taking a Spanish proficiency test while he operated on her. I suspect he will plead no culpable. My accent is bad, but that's not guilty in Spanish. Next, a New Jersey family discovered it was a chubby squirrel that had been stealing the goodies they left out for the delivery people. Look at us he was just looking for a couple two tree snacks for the winter. Finally, someone left $10,000 in a Salvation Army bucket. I wish someone would leave 10000 in the Big Daddy bucket. So far all I've gotten is three pennies a couple cigarette butts and a chicken bone but I'm still hopeful. Headlines were brought to you by Filutowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com And transmission. Real Radio Orlando on Facebook, brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting seacoastbank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. From... You're listening to The Phillips File.
Off of this uh, Friday, no Pat Clark today. He's taking a little bit of time off to make some plans for something else. Uh, this will be the last Friday that uh, for me this year because I'm taking my vacation time. Didn't take uh, very much time off during the year, so I kind of loaded up. So I'm going to take a few weeks off. Be back in 2018. 2018, the Phillips file goes from Monday through Thursday. And Friday, Dirty Jim and his crew will have their own program on Friday afternoons on Real Radio. So, therefore, this is the last Friday of the file. You that are, is correct. You are ever working. But we're squeezing things in. You know, we'll take things that we had on Friday. We'll squeeze it into a Thursday. We're going to shift a few things around oh. here and there. But we're not, uh, as far as I can tell right now, not ending any of the bits that we uh, normally do Monday through Friday. But, but that means you are never going to work on a Friday again. It's the final Friday. Yippee. And no more Fridays. I was set to retire. Things happen, though. It's like the mafia. You know, you try to get out, and they drag you back in and, uh, you know, make you an offer. I said, "Eh, okay, I'll give you another year. So I'm going to be here for another year, but it'll be a four-day week. 1-888-978-1041. We ought to start making some bets because I won't be here, at least when it comes to some of the football games, especially UCF Auburn. Want to propose anything? I propose UCF wins by seven against Auburn. What? At least seven. Jeez. That's a tough bet for me to make. Well, it's a t- I don't want to vote. I, I don't want to bet against UCF. So well, say but you could say they win by six. <laughs> I mean, as long as they don't win, but they yeah, win by five. I know, but it's not. I don't want to even think that. You know, I'm sitting there rooting for. Auburn. Especially since I'm going to drive 450 miles to be there. Even though it's an SEC team. Ah. Which is the best football conference on in the United States. So what's the bet? Hey, you want to go? Peach yeah, you want to go? Drive? I'm not driving to Atlanta. All right, I'll drive no, your Jack car. Drive. I'm not driving. I'm not getting on the road to go to Atlanta. I'm not doing that. Oh, if I go to Atlanta, I'll fly up there. So you fly, I'll drive, I'll pick you up at the airport. What's an airport? An airport. An airport? Yes, I'll pick you up at the airport. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but it's okay. It's a foreign guy. This is what you're going to do now. <laughs> Get up there. It's like after. Get these Piper Cubs yeah. coming in. <laughs> Seriously, you thought we didn't hear They're it. They're going to take our women and children, so fight them off. Yeah. I knew it, but it sounded so great. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to leave that one out there. Yeah, no, 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 no. I would have to. No. I no. Just... All right, so. So I, I'd go to the game. I think I'd fly up and go to the game. It's if, only an uh, hour flight. You can get on Southwest for $59 or something. But then you got to find a pl- Well, I could get in. I could get out. I pretended I was media. Ha! <laughs> you are media. Oh, good. Uh, right. Yeah, that's kind of... Yeah, that's... <laughs> all right. That's right. When you're watching the game, look on the sidelines for me. <laughs> Wait, you're on the sidelines? You're not yeah. even in a chair? No, I got a, I got a field credential. So you got to stand. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
I'm I, sorry, you know, are, are you with all due respect, I'd rather sit in my in my comfortable chair at home and watch it on TV than, than stand up on the sidelines. What are you going to see? Everybody know. in front of you is tall, 6'3 or taller. Oh. And big football player people. <laughs> yeah. me, are you going to uh, stand Danny on the UCF? Get out of the way, Danny O. I mean, uh, you know, here, media, media. Yeah, coming through. I can always go to the press box. And it is, you know what's really neat? You can't always go to the press box. I can well, you can? You can. You have press box credentials? Yes. See? Now oh, you poop That's it. just field not it. right. No, press box What's is actually easier to get than the field credentials. Because they don't. They like to res- restrict the amount of people on the field. Yeah, sure. Obviously. Because, Bunch of ne'er-do-wells. Yeah. They don't don't you risk the chance of just someone somewhere along the line going, not for nothing. Who are you I with? I just see you standing yeah. here. Who are you with? Uh-huh. No, I get, you got, if you got your What are you doing here? Listen, all they do is they check. You got the right credential? That's it. You have Come that thing through. around your neck? You're That's good. it. Yep. And uh, But this is the brand new Mercedes-Benz Stadium that oh, they yeah, just yeah, yeah. opened you know, a few months ago. So I'm kind of looking forward to just roaming around that place. <laughs> looking for eating free food. Yeah, if I could get a good ticket. You don't think a press box ticket's a good ticket? I don't want a press box. I don't want to sit. I don't want to be in a press box at a collegiate football game. I want to be in the crowd. Hmm. So, open up your checkbook for what? Big Daddy Warbucks. (laughs) Buy yourself. Oh, I'm not. So, what do you think a a ticket would cost? Five hundred bucks? I don't know. Pikmin. I'm not spending five hundred bucks to watch UCF play all day. Hang on, I'll tell you. We know people who know people. We can get you a ticket. I want a good ticket. Well, then you may have to pay for a good ticket. Hey, we're trending. Hashtag Airfort. Airfort. <laughs> Airfort one. Yeah, we've got that piece with Alec Baldwin. We'll play that later in the program when Eddie comes in, so I don't have to give him an hour and a half on the All right. Uh, you know, he gets, he gets hurt when you say It's a classic from SNL, which is a takeoff on Glengarry Glenn Ross. Oh. My new favorite holiday movie is now uh, Nightmare on uh, Nightmare Street Before Christmas. Or something. Yeah, it used to be Die Hard, right. so... At least you pick something with a Santa Claus in it. There's a Christmas tree in Die Hard. Come on. I know. Oh, well, that's really pushing It's it. a holiday party. That's stretching the boundaries it of what's a, a Christmas party. Why do you think Hans Gruber's trying to break into the vault? Mm. And it has a happy ending. He's so. trying to get his Christmas presents. Thank you. Points. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. We like girls from the East Coast because they're trouble. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And we like girls from the West Coast because they don't know any better. I'm telling you, this is totally normal. Honest. Real Radio 104.1. Well, it's Christmas time again. Decorations are on by the fire.
Tom Petty. Well, certainly is. Pretty damn good song. It, I really like this song. We play it on Real Music Weekends. We're playing a couple Christmas songs yeah, every hour. Stuff. And uh, and it's the first mm. Christmas where Tom Petty's not alive to enjoy this song. Talk about not alive. Here's Hans Gruber. Oh, boy. Happy holidays, Hans. Uh, Mr. Phillips, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Hans, I, uh, you know, I like to see you every Christmas Eve. I, you know, one of my holiday traditions, of course, is to watch Die Hard. It's a terrific well, you movie. You know, that, that film was very biased, if you ask me. Really? First of all, first of all, there's no reason to drop a foreign national out <laughs> out of a skyscraper in Los Angeles. Oh, you lost Hans. What happened to Hans Gruber? Uh, he, must probably, have, he probably got thrown off a building. He fell off <laughs> Nakatomi Plaza again. <laughs> that was good. I'll check on him. Check on Hans. Oh, poor he, thing. He, he might be stuck in an elevator somewhere. <laughs> yeah. You don't get good or sell reception. He's there. trying to put on his uh, oh. his American accent. Oh, yeah. man. Yippee-i-o. That's a, that's a good get right there. Everyone listens to the Phillips file. Is Hans back or did Hans fall to his death? He might have fell to a new cell tower. I think tower. he might be all right. Is he okay? Hans, are you okay? We we lost I, you I there. Did. I fell into the bloody parking lot, and <laughs> no, I might have to have a chiropractor. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> well, do you have any uh, nefarious activities uh, the, uh, upcoming this Christmas yeah, Eve? Sure. That, uh, well, that... you know, you know, it's, it is difficult. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm close, I've come to your lovely city to sort of check things out, if that's the word mm-hmm. you use mm-hmm. these days. I don't know what the children say, <laughs> but um, I've got I've got some big. Plans. Uh, most of them include um, pillaging, robbing. No, um, no, no. Uh, visiting Disney World. All right. Uh-huh. Well, uh, stay away from <laughs> uh, stay away from barefooted uh, uh, policemen with machine guns. It's not good for uh, your health. Indeed, good for that. All right, Hans. Happy Happy holidays to you, Hans. Happy we'll... holidays to you, gentlemen. And remember, I am an exceptional thief. Right. Oh boy. <laughs> Bravo. Tug, yeah. Excellent yeah, job, Hans. <laughs> Excellent job. I hope to hear from you again. Uh, next year? Next year, exactly. <laughs> One more I made my day. Oh, sure. But you're going to have to call on a Thursday. one 978 1041 They are suggesting it may be so cold this weekend in Central Florida, Jim. Yes. That if you park your car outside in some Central Florida neighborhoods, you're going to need an ice scraper or grab an old credit card. Get out to of get here. Thr- yeah, get up north. Yes. Where? It says like here. Ocala? No, this is according to the Snooze News, to Channel 13. It says if you park outside in some neighborhoods. In Florida. Yeah. No, in central Florida. What? 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 My wife has an outdoor gig tomorrow night. What? Ooh. Mo's got a gig going on tomorrow, too. Yeah, I do. Are they all be inside? No, it's an inside-outside. Playing cornhole. No, inside. that's outside. Oh, yeah, they're going to bring it inside. It's going to be too cold. Those cornhole people It's going to be outside. rainy and cold. They say Mm. Yeah. 
No, we're not playing cornhole. Beanbag, whatever, going to hit the chandelier. It's not the kind of event we're throwing. Oh, yeah? No. Nope. Wait for the story. There's no kegger. She's going to come in. You know, she gets... Oh, I can't wait. so mad. No, it's going to be lovely. I'm looking forward to it. cornhole in the living room. We're not playing cornhole. Don't give anybody any ideas. It's not that kind of party. It's a lovely brunch. And it's not that kind of event. Frat brunch. Oh, yeah. It's not a frat brunch. It's frat a lovely brunch. bridal brunch. Colors up, bro. No, <laughs> colors up. We're butt chugging mimosas. Get over here, Chad. Come on, bro. I just got cornholed. Oh. <laughs> no. Anyway. Not happening. So, uh, yeah, we got a couple of bets on the Texas. Uh, what do you want to oh, do on the UCF game? What's the UCF? Because uh, I won't be here. I'm taking a few weeks off to yep. kill my vacation. So I won't be back till 2018. I say they win by at least seven. Seven or more, he gets it. Seven or more? Correct. So UCF will wait. win by seven or more. Now, Correct. I believe Auburn is favored by what? Double digits. Double digits. That, so he's so giving up. This, this According to Ozmakers, he's given up over 17 points. Look, I'm going to be rooting for UCF. Uh-huh. I mean, you know. Put it this way. And I, if UCF uh, beats it beats Auburn, all yes. bets are off. I mean, they are. it's now it's big on. time. It's yeah. big time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll take the bet. Take right. the bet. I'll take Good. The bet. I'm willing to bet. You want to bet more? I'll take versus the bet. Jim. <laughs> That's smart. Uh, mo- smart money is taking UCF, well, giving up seven. What is? Or is betting against them. That way you're going to get a dollar back because there are five or six things that by the end of the year you're going to have to pay out on. Like what? Well, well like, he hasn't paid yet. <clears throat> I don't have any dollars. Well, That's not my problem, so here we That's go. That's your problem by now. The end of, uh, by the end of 2017, you bet $5 with Pinkman Chuck. that Chip and Joanna Gaines will separate. 407. Are you going to pay him $5 One, two, for Chip five, and Joanna? Five, five. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, by the end of 2017, so that'll be something we have hey, to we got s- a couple of weeks. Uh-huh. Oh, you'll see. I watched TMZ. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know what's going on with that. Sean Hannity announces by the end of 2017 he's leaving. There's another yeah. dollar, so now we're at six. Um, I'll pay. Which, I pay. At least I pay. Right. Yeah. Well, how rude. That's not rude. Oh, my God. Uh, what let's else? Let's see. You have um, gotta, Sam Elliott will win another. an Oscar. No, I, no, I said no, he would. No, I would say he would. No, that was not the bet that he'd win. He would be nominated for an Oscar. That was the bet. Not that he'd win an Oscar. That's not how it's written here on the well, page. Well, you wrote it down wrong. I would, never, no, I, would, I, don't think so. I would never bet that Sam Elliott would win an Oscar. I he said thought he I would was so bet, good he would win. I, no, I bet him a dollar. I said he would be nominated for an Oscar. Okay, I'll change it. All right. So uh-huh. Are you willing to go with that, Pinkman? That's fine. Okay. Nomination. Okay. Because uh, yeah, I don't think that was right. <laughs> well, uh, you I don't think he'll no, be nominated? I don't. You want to go $2? Well, next week no, we'll have a bet a that's a dollar at this moment uh, that Roy Moore wins or loses, Jim V. Pinky. Oh, man. Roy Moore's going to win. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll uh, see, bro. That one will have lose to a dollar settle there. up. Yeah, so the big one, of course. Um, oh, well, some of these are at the end of the year. Yeah, you'll, we'll be back and we'll settle up. You have something about Tom Brady going to the Super Bowl. You wow. have, um, but we should know wow. that soon enough, wow. right? I mean, what teams are going. Yeah, so Brady's super, not going. He's not going? So I'll you tell you there? that right now. Oh, that's a $5 bet I've also. I've been saying it all year. Yeah. It's because he's so, never eaten a strawberry. You said that Spielberg will write you back by January 1. <laughs> that's 
That's Jim V. Pinky. That's a dollar. I thought it was Thanksgiving. That, that was a no, secondary bet because it. he we, didn't yeah. write you by Thanksgiving. We, we bumped it a, a hey, I'm down. Still hoping. Come on, Stephen. We kicked that can down the road to January 1st. Send you a nice note. You can't respond. You did say that Flynn, his son, or Jared will be indicted by January 15th. You got from Subway? Not that Jared. Excuse me. Kushner. The Kush. Flynn, his son, or Jared will be indicted by January 15th. So that's, you know, you'll be back by then. Mm. And uh, Russia will ban, or uh, will Putin forbid the athletes? Well, I've already lost a dollar on that. He said he wouldn't. Uh Uh-huh. We'll see if he does. But I'll pay off a dollar on that. So that's, that's. uh, All right. So that cancels out one of the, what, two that I owe you? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'll mail you the other. Want to try to make some oh. money for the holiday? Set up a couple of bets. Do I ever? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I've got to think about what I want to bet on, though. A texter says you you said yesterday, Pinkman, that you were going to bring cash today oh. to pay Jim. Yeah. What do they know? Wow. Wow. Yeah, we're gonna have to. Yeah, we're gonna have to start Mon- attaching some fees. I think that's fair. I do think have, millennials don't pay, carry cash. I do think that's, Venmo? that's not my problem. Let him Venmo you. The that's money. not my problem. I'll Venmo you a couple bucks. Send me a Bitcoin. I can't afford. Are you millennials into bitcoins? I wish they're like fifteen grand per bitcoin right now. They are. Should have bought them when the going was good. I'm saying now I'm still poor and missing out on monies. Such is life. All right, going to brunch this weekend? No, sir. I can't afford avocado toast. I'm saving up <laughs> for a house. Oh my! Really? What? What? Time what? what? I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> I still can't afford avocado you, toast. You don't want the thing that comes along with home ownership. That's when you're up at 6.30 in the morning installing a garbage disposal. That's what Jack did I will did bet today. you a dollar. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Oh, that's a good one. That by late... I don't want to... Because I don't, uh, I don't know. I was thinking about Labor Al Fra- Day. Al Franken. Yeah, next year. What about Al Franken? I don't think his, I don't think his political career is over with. Mm. In Minnesota. What, you think he'll announce some sort of run for something? I think he may run for governor in Minnesota. Yeah, because once... By Labor Day next year, Al Franken will have indicated he's at least thinking about running for governor <laughs> in Minnesota. That's too broad. all you need, no matter okay. what wrongdoing you have in your past, mm-hmm. once you're elected by people, then that washes the slate clean. Really? In the, yeah, in the court of public opinion, like so. the president, accused of... You know, sexual All manner of touching harassment, yes, right? Yes, yes. But he's elected, and they say, "Well, the voters knew, and they voted for him, so all is good." We forget all about that other stuff. Yep. I don't. Roy Moore, he wins oh, the that's election. The excuse that they use now. Well, the all people, good. the people voted yep. to elect this man to be the president of the United States. So, the people have spoken. It's like what? Well, let me think of another bet. Oh, you also okay. say Trevor Noah will announce by the end of this year that he won't be the host. <laughs> that's yes. another one you have to pay up. On. He's coming to town next month. We can ask him directly as yeah. if he's, yeah. I'm going. Yeah. Staying or going, Trevor? Testing the waters yeah. before he calls it quits. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh, that, huh? Sure. Yeah, that's about all that I can all do. Right. Sure, bro. UCF by seven, Pinkman v. Jim. Wow. Right. Wow. Finish watching Big Little Lies, basically, because Stephen Kramer turned at law who Great. shows up on, yeah, he was just. Is it worth it? Yeah. Uh, well, you watched it. It compelled you through the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Because well, it's it's a, it's a murder mystery um, combined yeah. with um, some melodramatic family 
issues and issues as they relate to domestic violence. Yeah. Kind of. The acting is good. Well, you've turned off things for less. You know, you have gotten to within 15 minutes of the end of some program. That's true. So if this one kept you till the end, then it must have been decent. Well, I wanted to see... Who was murdered? Because you don't know who was murdered. Oh, now I know there's a murder. Spoiler alert. No, you'll know that right from the beginning, no. right from the opening minutes of the first episode. You know there's a murder. You just don't know who was murdered and who was responsible because it's a little bit like, I don't want to go there, like murder on the Orient Express. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Want to play a game? Call now for closest to the pin. 407-916-1041. Great gift idea. Will not break the bank and it will also be it's a practical gift that the person you give it to is going to use and probably you and now the phillips file presents a game that is not about being right or wrong wrong it's a game that rewards the lucky hey everybody we're all gonna get late it's a game where you just have to be close that's right you've got that right the game is Closest to the pin. Let's go while we're young. And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips. That's right. It's been a killer year for Closest to the Pin. My last round for Closest to the Pin for this year. We'll return next year, of course. I'm playing against Nathan today. Dave is the backup. Mr. Pinkman, what's the prize? We have a pair of tickets to the Auto Nation Cure Bowl at Camping World Stadium on December 16th. With a pregame concert by uh, Andy Grammer. He's a multi-platinum recording artist, in case you didn't know. And uh, Tinkerfield opens at 11 a.m. Concert at noon. Kickoff is at 2.30. For more information on that, visit realradio.fm keyword cure. Okay, thank you very much, Mr. Pinkman. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) Let's welcome Nathan to the program. Nathan, ready to go? I sure am. It's a privilege on the last Friday for Jim. I'm close. That's to the true. That, that's right. It is the last Friday for Jim. It's almost like it's the final Friday. However, well, I'm not ready for that. Edition. However, what I do have is a remembrance uh, for an event that happened 76 years ago to yesterday. Uh, Mark Quinn sent in the category December 7th, 1941, a day that will live in infamy. Interesting facts about Pearl Harbor and the attack. Are you ready to go, Nathan? Sure am. Here we go in three, two, one. The Japanese fleet traveled a long way across the Pacific to launch their attack. How many miles? 4,600. 28 Japanese planes were shot down, but the USA also sunk some Japanese midget subs. How many? Four. In total minutes, how long did the attack last? 69 minutes. The Japanese fleet stationed themselves just north of the Hawaiian island of Oahu. How many miles were they north of the island? 166. A floating national monument was erected over the hull of the sunken USS Arizona. What year was the memorial built? 1959. Ah, and good job, Nathan. Put you on hold. Let's bring Jim back in, record Nathan's time. Japanese midget subs. You didn't even know it was a thing, did you? I thought they were called Japanese little people subs. Oh, Oh, man. (laughs) All I can say to that is... It's the final 
Friday. Yippee. Is really, Jim back yet? Really he is. getting He's your right money here. worth money's worth on that one. <laughs> well, I asked Fritz to make it for me. I commissioned Fritz to do that, so uh, you know, we wanted to get the most out of it. There. Yeah. Hey Jim, welcome back. Thank you very much. We have a category submitted by Mark Quinn for you. Are you ready uh, to hear all about it? What's the category? Well, Jim, it's called December seventh, nineteen forty one, a day that will live in infamy. Why is that? Uh, Pearl Harbor attack, Jim, and it was commemorated yesterday, the 76th anniversary. I love learning something new in this program. So we now have the uh, interesting facts about Pearl Harbor and the attack. Okay. Are you ready? Sure. Here we go, and let's reset the clock for you. Whatever. I recorded Nathan's time, Jim. Yeah. And now we're going to record your time as well. Okay. And we're going to begin in three, two, one. The Japanese fleet traveled a long way across the Pacific to launch their attack. How many miles? 5,000. 28 Japanese planes were shot down, but the USA also sunk some Japanese midget subs. Uh How many? Three. In total minutes. How long did the attack last? 48 minutes. The Japanese fleet stationed themselves just north of the Hawaiian island of Oahu. How many miles were they north of the island? 150. A floating national monument was erected over the hull of the sunken USS Arizona. What year was that memorial built? 1956. Whoa. What do you think about that? I think you went for time. I did. Oh, boy. I guess. Well, you did go for time. You were quick on your time. However, I am adding five seconds to your time. That's fine. Add another second. I will add another second. (laughs) Do you want to add another one? No. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'll add another one. Seven. Oh! Oh! You want to add any more? I'll go ten seconds, not oh an additional God. ten seconds. Just ten seconds total. total. In toto. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's a bold move. That is a bold move. Cotton. Any more? No. Don't push matter. it. Five more seconds. You good? All right. You sure? Yeah. All right, bro. All right, All right bro. I mean, I know the guy was quick. I know how long it you takes to play playing, the guitar. You are playing with a 10-second handicap today. I'll go 12 seconds. All oh. right. <laughs> Any more? Yeah, I'll, stick at, I'll stick at 12. Any more? No. Any more? I'll stick at 12. Okay. Right. I'll go 15. Oh, Maybe yeah. 15 seconds. You're so confident your answers are right. Then. Yeah, because that, oh, what else am I going to do? That's a game changer. I'm taking the trophy for closest to the pin. Oh, what's his record? This is the last time he's playing of the year. I know, doing the math right now. Uh, it's 171 to 52. Not I don't too think, bad. I don't think you're going to make 200 wins this year, Phillips. Oh. Come on, bring it on. Okay, let's see what Score. you did with Mark Quinn's category. December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy. That's right. The Japanese fleet traveled a long way. Mm. How many miles? Uh, Nathan said. 4,600. Jim said 5,000. 3,400. Damn it. gets the point. Come on, Nathan. Leave me alone. You guys were so close on so many of these. 28 jet planes were shot down. But the USA also sunk some Japanese midget subs. Yeah. Is that politically correct anymore? Midget. Little person subs. No. How many? Uh, Nathan said. You were neck and neck on this one. He said four. You said three. There were a total of uh, five. Damn one it. One was captured. Four were shot no. or destroyed. On the dot? On the dot for Nathan. He wow. now leads three nothing. Oh, jeez. My own Pearl Harbor here. Oh. oh. In total minutes, how long did the attack last? Nathan said. Again, pretty close, I thought. Uh, Nathan said it lasted 69 minutes. You said 48. 
110 minutes. Boy, I'm getting killed here. Oh, nuts. Almost nearly two hours that attack went on. Really? You think it was just in and out? No. No. It showed them, though. It's for nothing. Big mistake on their part. Uh Do you want to add any more time to your... Yeah, I'll add five more minutes. <laughs> oh, I don't know go. if you can win now. I'm sorry. Yeah, Jim, if you get the next two on the money, you tie the game and it goes to time. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. So the Japanese fleet were stationed. They stationed themselves north of the Hawaiian island of Oahu. How far north in miles? Oh, yeah, brother. Yeah. What did Nathan say? Nathan said 166. You said 150. Come on, Jim. Get on the board. 230. Nathan gets oh, the point. Oh, my God. I'm getting shellacked. Son of a gun. However, the USS Arizona... Built to memorialize those lost. Yes. What year was the memorial built? Nathan said. 59. You said 56. Well, let's see if Jim gets a point today. It was built in 1962. Nathan oh, Snow. No. Oh, you shut you me out. You got bangled on your list. My last closest to the pin of the year, uh-huh. and you shut me out. Good job, Nathan. You won fair and square. You spanked me. Thanks for playing closest to the pin. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes. Hand grenades and closest to the pin. Pin, pin, pin. Ah, should have known that. Right, let's get a check of the news. We'll switch it over, get the latest headlines and all that good stuff. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A woman in Maine called the police because her dog was barking at a roll of duct tape and she thought she had an intruder. Seems ridiculous, but how the heck did that duct tape get there? Next. A burglar in Louisiana tried to cover his face with a towel after he was already caught on camera. Too little too late bub. He's gonna get some good old fashioned Louisiana swamp justice. I.e. Finally, a police officer took over $5,000 during a drug raid. Hey finders keepers losers weepers nerds. In all seriousness though you probably shouldn't do that bro. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. Big Daddy can be the best friend you've ever put in your pocket with the free iHeartRadio app and transmission. That's right, and we can join him as your best friends ever if you go to the App Store on your smartphone and download that iHeartRadio app right now. That's all you have to do, and then you get us in addition to all your favorite music anytime, anywhere. Again, just go to the App Store on your smartphone and download our free iHeartRadio app today. You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Real Radio 104.1 Merry Christmas, I don't want to fight tonight with
Seth Ramones? Sounds like it. I was going to say, do you have to ask? Yeah, that is totally the Ramones <laughs> with Merry Christmas, I Don't Want to Fight Tonight. Uh, it's been a roller coaster day for the uh, Phillips Violets. Jeez, I got plastered. I got knocked about in closest to the pin, but we also heard from Hans Gruber mm-hmm. earlier in the program. I kind of made my day. Yeah. My favorite, one of my favorite, I should now say, holiday movies this time of year. Really I like that. You know, the one with the Jimmy Stewart, Mary. Yeah, oh, my God. It's I a just, wonderful life. Too. Oh, I just want to knock him right off the bridge. No. I do. Movie. Every time that the you hear the jingle bells, it means an angel gets his wing. It's all of it's so good. I don't know why you don't like it. He's annoying. He isn't. Eddie? No, Eddie. Oh. Mary. Mary. Oh, Mary. Oh, shut up. Karen. <laughs> <laughs> See what else is happening today. Got some bets out there. Pinkman's not paying off. And Eddie? Uh, Eddie's coming in. Eddie's here. Eddie's here. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, do we have that clip from Saturday Night Live? We do. This is the uh, infamous takeoff on Glen Gary, Glen Ross, when the chief elf shows up at the elves' workshop. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't like what, how they're producing. If you've ever seen Glen Gary, Glen Ross, you know the Alec Baldwin scene. Yeah. Yes. When he comes in, you know the old steak knife scene. By the way, in right. that Glen Gary, Glen Ross, uh, in the play, that Alec Baldwin character was not, uh, was not in the play. Really? They added that to the movie to add, because at that time, Alec Baldwin was a real up-and-comer. He was a bonafide star yes so they threw that character in to add to the movie to see if they could boost attendance a little bit it helped but anyway kevin spacey was young jack lemon was old al pacino though was also in it ed harris yeah such a great movie star studded cast yeah indeed so if you remember the scene where alec baldwin comes in and he says you know he's essentially saying you're all a bunch of losers mm-hmm. it's time to get on board well this is a takeoff when alec baldwin was hosting saturday night live he's dressed up as a as an elf and comes into the Elf Workshop. You got that, Pinkman? Yeah, let's roll it. North Pole. So what's this meeting about? I don't know. It better be about our tools. My hammer is falling apart in my hands. Elves can't build with tools like this. I'll never be done with my toys by Christmas. Uh, Everyone settle down. This is Winter's Breath. He's an elf from the home office. Can I have your attention for a moment because you're talking about what? You're talking about the hammer? Bitching about the quality of your wood, some pixie you're trying to screw? Let's talk about something important. Put that cocoa down. Cocoa is for cobblers only. You think I'm screwing around? I am not screwing around. I am here from Kris Kringle. I'm here from the North Pole and I am on a mission of mercy. Your name is Honeydew? Yeah. And you call yourself an elf, you son of a bitch? <laughs> hey, I don't have to listen to this. You certainly don't, pal, because the good news is you're fired. The bad news is you've got all, you've got one week to regain your jobs, starting with tonight's build. Oh, have I got your attention now? Good. Because we're adding a little something to this month's toy contest. As you know, first prize is a shiny new toboggan. Anybody want to see second prize? Second prize is a box of candy canes. Third prize is you're fired. Everybody get the picture, you're laughing now, huh? 
You got tools. Santa paid good money for those tools. You can't build with the tools you have. You can't build garbage. You are garbage. Hit the bricks, pal, and beat it because you are going out. <laughs> Our tools are weak. Your tools are weak. The effing tools are weak. You're weak. I've been in this business for 615 years. Hey, what's your name? Screw you. That's my name. <laughs> And you want to know why, mister? Because you rode a hedgehog to work, and I got here on a talking moose. That's my name. <laughs> Remember, boys and girls, always, A, always, B, B, C, closing. Always be, clo always be cobbling, always be cobbling. <laughs> What's the problem, pal? Well, I mean, you're such a hero. You're so rich. Why are you coming down here and wasting your time with a bunch of bums? You see this gumdrop? <laughs> you see this gumdrop? This gumdrop costs more than the mushroom you call a house. You see, pal, that's who I am, and you're nothing. Nice guy, I don't care. Good father, elf you. Go home and play with your kids. <laughs> you want to work here? Cobble. I can sit here tonight with the tools you got, make myself 15 train sets tonight in two hours. Can you? Can you? No, no. Get mad, you sons of bitches, get mad. You know what it takes to be one of Santa's elves? It takes brass balls <laughs> to be an elf. The tools are out there. Build with the tools, you know? I got no sympathy for you. And you know what you'll be saying? Bunch of losers sitting around the reindeer shed drinking fermented dew out of acorn caps. Oh, yeah. I used to be one of Santa's elves at the Tough Racket. These are the new tools. These are the new Glengarry line of power tools. And to you, they're gold. And you don't get them. Why? Because to give them to you is just throwing them away. They're for cobblers. I wish you good luck, but you wouldn't know what to do with it if you got it. And answer your question, pal. I'm here because Santa asked me to be here as a favor. I said, the real favor, follow my advice and fire your elfin ass because a loser is a loser. Oh, and one more thing. You all get holiday bonuses. It's still Christmas. Yay! Oh, yeah, the thumper there. Always be closing. <laughs> yeah, it was on the board. Yeah. It said cobbling. It got the laugh, and Seth Meyers had to wait to deliver his line. Eddie's here. Hello, Eddie. What's the cake for? Well, what do you think, my brother? Well, I don't know. That's why I posed the question. Well posed, my friend who poses questions towards I. I made you your favorite cake of all for our final Friday together. Final Friday. It's the final Friday, yippee. <laughs> I'm telling you, well, there's not nothing like synth. You're just going to Thursday. Ah! Shh, don't tell anyone. It's well, a secret. No, it's not, not really. No, uh, it's not. <laughs> Hang on, Jim. Why don't you just take that balloon and... All right, now listen. Do you, do you know what your favorite cake is? Oh. Uh, no, no, I think I'm about to find out. I you, like all cake. Ah, uh, uh, you have a favorite cake. And it's and now, granted, trick. No, it's not no, a trick at all. In fact, this is a... Does it start with a, a care and end with a rot? And it's decadent. That's why it's got even more special. It's one of the most special cakes I've ever baked you. Is it really? It's well, thank so you, special. And we're going to cut into it and harvest it. And I brought big pink plates to put them on. You're, very, a little you're light. very kind. Well, I love you. 
Direct come on, say it back. And you say I love you back. Say I love you too. I say I love you. Don't go in for pressure. No, 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 no. Hey, I didn't hug him. I haven't given him a massage in almost 18 months. That's right. I don't don't need that anymore. I know. Dude, you remember when? Do you remember when? Yes, I do, Eddie. I remember it all. So, anyway... Eddie, how'd you learn to ride a bike? Uh, I learned to ride a bike in Connecticut. By the Go- way, congratulations to the uh, news junkie and all that crew for... Uh, Speaking of bikes. Yeah, yeah. they, uh, they oh, collected they- more than 300 bikes today That's in their annual bike drive. Man. Thank Job you for well that. Bravo. So how did you learn how to ride a bike? I learned to ride a bike. I put on three extra pairs of jeans, two long-sleeved shirts. It was in my front yard in our house in Connecticut. We lived on a hill. I was at the top of the hill on a purple bike with a purple banana seat on it. And literally, and I had my knee pads on because I played soccer at the time and my soccer jersey because I had elbow pads and my brothers just said go down the hill and I just went and it was the grass so I went down so if I even if I fell I couldn't hurt myself so I went down the hill and that's how I learned to ride a bike because we didn't have bikes in Long Island only had the you parents tried did. before and it didn't work or no. was it just your brother you saying time for you to learn how to ride a bike time for you to learn how to ride a bike learn how to ride, ride a skateboard everyone does that here in Connecticut because in Long Island you walked everywhere because we only lived in a 12 block town so the beach was like the end of your hallway so uh, only the parents had bikes but they had those neat little wire things on the back where you stuck your legs through so you kind of sat on the back seat or they had one on the front it was like a basket we're talking old times like our like a beach cruiser like a beach cruiser but it was one of those old like you know bicycles you know just a simple bike but it had a little basket on front where you sat your kid and that's where you know because you basically went down to the beach no one even we didn't even wear shoes did we barely i didn't wear shoes until i got to connecticut (laughs) seriously you live on the beach you don't wear shoes you just walk around dude and the best part is jim where I grew up, we had these giant marble slabs. Where'd and you it grow was up? just I th- Connecticut it, or Long Island? Well, I was born in Long Island, uh, Rockville Center, and then we lived in Long Island until I was seven years old. And then that's when my dad decided that four boys plus my mom in a small beach house about the size of this room were moving to Connecticut. And we moved to Connecticut, and then when we first pulled in, first right. of all, my you goldfish died. You go inside, you have to put some shoes on. Yeah, yes, yeah. that was the first thing. And secondly, as soon as we pulled in, we looked to the left. Jim, it looked like a bog, but it was a pool. There was a pool. We didn't know we, no one in Long Island had a pool. So, like, we drive in and we're like, what's that? We're about to jump in. My dad's like, we have to clean it first. Oh, yeah. Is it a koi pond? Oh, no, no. It was a big giant, um, about as long as the room, that to there, and then about, about this wide. But it was, looked like a whale, but it had a diving board on it. But it basically had dead moles and, you know, stuff in the, it was all brown and gross. So we had to take it all out. We scrubbed it out. We painted it. And then from then on, we had a we had a swimming pool when I yeah, grew up. Yeah, okay. I just check it. I mean, it was just Isn't it all about riding a bike, man? and I don't know how we got to yeah, the pool. Yeah, well, I just asked him when he learned how to ride a bike. That's all. It was awesome. You still have a bike? Oh, yeah. I ride my bike. Uh, we ride our bike because we ride with Nikki to school. Sandy rides with Nikki every morning. We ride his bike, and uh, that's how we get to school. Every okay. morning, we ride yeah, our bike. Just checking. We yeah. didn't do that with Marcy. We just walked. Heads up, Eddie. Our yeah. Thursday Phillips file is actually shorter than Friday, so you're going to have to start condensing things. Oh, you're kidding me. So, like, yeah, we're four, squeezing you in. Like, we 48 seconds? What are we talking here? Because mm, I can work that. I can 48, work 48 seconds. 49, no, we're going to give you plenty of time, but. Not as much as you get now. Oh, oh no, my. that's gonna be okay. I'll I'll survive. You know why? Because right. we're still gonna be here. It's gonna oh, be a yeah. Thursday, Dude, so you're like gonna have to cake. get everybody ready for you know, kind of a long, long weekend. weekend. Dude, everyone gets me. a three day weekend with you. That's me too. Do you know that this is the trippy part? Oh. Seriously, this What's is what I thought about. about it. Not only when we woke up this morning, you and I, we live in a parallel universe, but we both knew we were gonna see each other today for our final Friday, right? Right. right. Correct. <laughs> when we come back on Thursdays, both of us will not have to be here on Fridays 
for the last 21 years, it's I've been here on a Friday. It's going to feel like a Friday, don't you think? I do. Yes. I think with you here, it'll feel like a Friday. Right. I am Friday. But the best thing is, Jim, is that now on Fridays, I'm actually going to be able to do something. Not that saying this oh, isn't okay. it. No, uh, no, no, no. Wonderful. No, 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 no. no. Three hours from 4.30 to 7.30 yeah. uh-huh. for the last 21 years. But now Sandy's like, dude, we can do something. We can. And that's the exciting thing. Who knows what we're going to do? That's why it's just like your life. Who knows? I don't know. I want some cake. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. So many different people in Orlando all coming together this time of year. Universally annoyed by tourists. You're supposed to drive on the right side of the road. No. You're on the right. Never mind. Just stay in the park. Real Radio 104.1. Yeah. It's a Central Florida thing. Oh, my favorite. Now we're talking holiday time. I don't. Well, way up north where the air gets cold, there's a tale about Christmas that you've all been told. And a real famous cat all dressed up in red. And he spends the whole year working out in his sled. It's the little Saint Nick. It's the little Saint Nick. Just a little Bob I don't even know what uh, little deuce goot means, or deuce. What is that, a double carburetor or something? What does that mean little in deuce. a hot rod? Oh, a little hot. deuce coop. I don't know. I was thrown off by Captain Obvious in there. You know, Christmas comes this time each year. You know, duh. <laughs> well, the, the coop was the car because it was a convertible, and it was only a two-seater, which made it cool. I thought the deuce coop, that it was, uh, I think you're right. With Wasn't it dual mufflers? Meaning it had I'm more. I know what two mufflers mean. Huh? You know what two mufflers Jim knows mean. what's... Do- yeah, you know, two exhausts. Whereas now, we see it all the time, but I think back then, I don't think anyone had two exhausts. I don't know what little deuce thing. means. Little two something. Somebody will... Yeah, somebody. I'm like, I'm... Text us. I'm, I'm doing homework here. Yeah, little deuce coupe. Mm-hmm. But I think a little deuce, deuce coupe was essentially was oh. a hot rod. It was something that yeah. they took, and then they chopped it down and put a big engine in it. And... Nice. We check with uh, research, but we're busy eating cake. The little Saint Nick, though, that's the actual, that's the car, the sleigh that he rides around in. That's, that's the little Saint Nick, though, isn't it? He's the little Saint Nick. Isn't that the car that he's riding around in? I, I just, I, I, yeah, I just listened to the, you know, to, to the beat. 
Oh, did it? How did it, it say? No, this uh, the former. Uh, what's a deuce coop? That's what I'm asking. Can I tell you about Representative Trent Franks? He quit. You know why? What did he do? A former staffer says he repeatedly pressed her to carry his child. Once offering her five million <laughs> bucks to be the surrogate. These are your members of Congress. Mm-hmm. Members being the operative word. Oh boy. <laughs> God Almighty! <laughs> what a tool! How did we? How we all stay to together? <laughs> the government. One triple eight oh. nine seven. What? A Deuce Coupe is a nineteen thirty two Ford Coupe. Deuce being for the year. This was ah. considered by many to be the definitive hot rod. The Model B had four cylinders. The Model eighteen featured the Ford flathead V eight engine when the car was introduced. A oh, I see that. Well, that was the first V eight. Ford V eight. A Deuce Coupe. 1932 Ford Coupe. And congratulations, Real Mobile Texting Service. Several of our listeners knew it. Good for them. What do they say? 1932 Ford Coupe. I'll be I, damned. Why would, you, why would you doubt me? What do you think? I'm making stuff up? No, oh, I just yeah. want a confirmation. Yeah, that's all. Yes. Second, so defensive. Second source. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Okay. So you're, a band from the 60s was writing a song about a car from the 30s? Yeah, but it's a hot rod. It is. Pretty no, cool. they're taking a car from the 30s. They still do it nowadays. If you can find an old Ford, yeah, you know, 29, 30, 31, or go to the 32 Ford, you chop it down, and then you put a big gigantic engine in it, you know, mag wheels and all that kind of stuff, and lower it down and work the suspension, and then you, you, know, you see it. They're hot rods. Dude, that's wild, man. Yeah. Dude. I'm telling you. Eddie, I can't believe I... You gave me a cake the size of a mountain. You're not picking up anybody if you're driving around in a restored 1932 yeah. Ford. You're not going to let them see your car. You take the engine out, you put in a few hundred horsepower or whatever. Now you're talking. It's not for cruising. Put a cue ball, you know, for your for your shifter. Race for pink slips, that kind of stuff. Run, hey, run, did you ever listen to uh, Jan and Dean's run, Dead Man Curve? Yes. Do you remember that song? Yes. That was a good song. Dead Man's Curve. That was a good song. Okay, yeah, let's play some So You Want to Win a Kimmy. Please, I'm going to explode Eddie's, already. Eddie's, Eddie's mm. kind of like Kramer. He gets off into the weeds. Yeah, he does. <laughs> run, 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 it's called here. Stream of Consciousness. You know that. So You Want to Win it has right. three rounds. The first round is Brad's True-False. I'll allow you, because I'm in the holiday spirit, to use lifelines for True-False. Normally, I do not. Mm-hmm. If you make it through round one, of course, duh, you go to round two. That's Brad's in the news. Stories ripped from the headlines. And then, of course, if you make it to round three, that's called Brad's Who Said That. It's a multiple choice uh, question. I provide you with a quote, then you pick the person who actually said that quote. It's as simple as that. Mr. Pinkman, excuse me, what are some oh of the my. prizes? <laughs> we have a Wasi's Meats prize pack, including Wasi's four pack of rubs, plus a $25 Wasi's gift card, all for Wasi's Meat Market. 830 North Wickham Road in Melbourne. Mm. I have Westworld Season 1 on Blu-ray. Oh, Great Westworld. show. Definitely, like Westworld. definitely worth watching. A pair of tickets to uh, see Reverend Horton Heat Friday, <laughs> December 22nd at the House of Blues. And Doesn't a four-pack of rub sound a little bit weird to anybody else but me? A four-pack of rub? <laughs> yeah. It sounds like, <laughs> oh, well, that's something you put in your Christmas list. What do you want for Christmas, young man? I'd like a four-pack of rubs. It's like that. I don't know. When he said that from Wasi's, I thought, that sounds a little bit sexual to me. These are rubs for assorted meats. Just There you go. To uh, yeah, well, you. assorted meats. <laughs> I understand assorted meats, but okay. And wait before you can buy it, a pair of tickets to see Lisa Lampanelli 
at the Hard Rock Live on February 3rd. All right, here we go. John, you're first up. You ready to play? Yes, sir. All right, John, true or false? And you have lifelines, by the way. Tom Selleck's big break on TV almost did not happen. Spielberg and Lucas wanted him to play Indiana Jones. Is that true or false? I think I know the answer, but since we got lifelines, I'm going to use one. Use a life. You can use two of them. Oh, boy. Tom Selleck's big break on TV almost did not happen because uh, Spielberg and Lucas wanted him, wanted Selleck to play Indiana Jones. Is that true or false? What do you think there, Eddie? I believe that is true, my friend. I think Pinkman's doing something else. Yeah, okay. All right, so we got one lifeline. Eddie says true. I also say true. You say true? Yes. I think That's he... exactly what I was thinking. So uh-huh. That's your final answer. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I think he would have made True. a good uh, Indiana Jones. I guess he was already committed to Magnum, so he didn't fail. There out you of go. That. Yep. Yeah, Doberman pinchers and a cannon. <laughs> Brad's in the news <laughs> is the second category. As always, it's ripped from the headlines. And here's your question: 2017 sure has had its share of ups and downs, scandals, natural disasters, you name it. But you know what? Highlights. 2018 is looking yummy with the return of a popular pillar of everyday life. I'll bet you a dollar you're going to be happy. What's coming back with a new twist? Oh, yeah, I'm going to need a lifeline again. There we go. Bro, I got this one in my back pocket. What about you, Pink? What do you think it is? Because I know what it is. I don't know. What do you think it is? Duh! I will own that. Ladies and gentlemen, that would be the one and only Phillips file coming back for four days a week. So that would be Jim Phillips. I'll bet you a dollar on that. Okay, I win. It's the McDonald's dollar menu. Rick. That's your final answer? You got it. Yeah, it is. It's a McDonald's. You owe me a dollar. No, you owe me a dollar. Wait, what? It's the one, two, and three dollar dollar menu. Yes, indeedy. Here we go to Brad's who said that. I'll provide you with a quote. Then you pick out the person who said it. Use your lifelines if you want. Here's the quote. A dollar in those days looked as big as a saddle blanket. Who said that? Jimmy Dean, Roy Rogers, Glenn Campbell. A dollar in those days looked as big as a saddle blanket. The uh, late great singer then became the Sausage King, Jimmy Dean. Roy Rogers, of course, the singing cowboy. Uh, or Glenn Campbell, who uh, passed away recently due to complications from Alzheimer's. Singer-songwriter Glenn Campbell. Dean Rogers Campbell. Uh, it sounds like either Rogers or Campbell. Let him use a lifeline again. I got to admit, I'm going the opposite way. I'm going with the Sausage King. I'm going al- with Mr. Jimmy Dean. I was also going to say Jimmy Dean. I got two saying Jimmy Dean, so it's either Jimmy Dean, Roy Rogers, or Glenn Campbell. I've been known to be wrong before, so let's go Jimmy Dean. Jimmy Dean. That's your final answer? Yes, sir. No, sorry, no. Glenn Campbell. Oh. oh, I knew I was right. Oh, wow. man. Really? Not cool, I have a Rob. question. With the dollar that I owe Pinkman, do I put it on the Pinkman plan where you don't pay the dollar? Yeah, That's exactly. probably right. Yeah. Just checking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give it to Jim to pay off. My oh, no, bets. I already paid Jim. See, I bet him last week I gave him the dollar on the air. There we go. Mark, true or false? Mark, true or false? Whoa, there, Trigger. May want to hold up on the marijuana. Some people call it Mary Jane. Toking, marijuana toking, else you might be subject to scrometing. <laughs> Is that true or false? Scrometing. I think I heard this uh, story on the news, Junkie. I think that's true. That's your final answer? Yes. Damn, News Junkie's got everything. Takes everything. Even yeah. Brad's true false. Maybe a crumb, can you? Ugh, uh-huh. All right, here we go. Brad's in the news. Stories ripped from the headlines. Beam me up, Scotty. I love Florida man stories, but this one involves a gal. She was discovered disoriented, excessively salivating and pale. A treating technician said, <clears throat> quote, 
she definitely wasn't fully acting normal, end quote. Normally, breaking into a liquor store, drinking a bottle of bourbon, and playing dead gets you a trip to the slammer. Why was she spared the hassle? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about a uh, little help from our friendly lifelines? Yeah, there oh, we go. Boy. I'm going to think it's not human, bro. What is it? I think it's an animal. What kind? Ooh, is it a bear? A dog? Is it an iguana? A you cat. got five more guesses. Is it a gator? Horse. Four. Three. There are clues in here. You missed them. Sorry, can I hear the clues again, please? No. No, I don't oh, think so. Oh, okay. That's, that's, sorry. Sorry, Mark. I can't get any more you clues. You didn't listen. Um, well, see if it's a, it would, I think maybe here. it is a dog. Playing dead gets you a trip to the slam. Oh, it's an opossum. That's your final answer? Jeez. Oh, it is really? an opossum, yep. Opossum, yeah. Opossum. Oh, amazing. Mm-hmm. Here we go to Brad's who said that. Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. Our our reach is far and wide. Oh. Gene Simmons, Kim Jong-un, or Rex Tillerson. Our reach is far and wide. Gene Simmons of KISS, right? Kim Jong-un, the dictator in North Korea, or Secretary of State Rex Tillerson. Also in KISS. What do you think there, Mark? <laughs> let's, uh, let's try the gentleman uh, lifeline to you. Oh, yeah, what sure. do you think, guys? Gene Simmons, Kim Jong-un, or Rex Tillerson, who said, our reach is far and wide. I don't really know the Zhang, and I don't under- I don't really under- like listen to the Tillersons, but I know Gene Simmons. Is that braggadocia? I'm going with Gene Simmons. <laughs> it does you- sound like Gene Simmons. What do you think, Pinky? Simmons. I was going to say Gene Simmons. Okay, they both say Gene Simmons. Gene yeah, Simmons. Let's make it anonymous. Gene That's your final answer? Yeah, it is. You win. Maybe All right, you can good get job. A Hold on. Talk to Pinky. Sir. All right. Uh, we'll take a little break. Come back with more of So You Want to Win on Real Radio 104.1. So you weren't the 10th caller and you didn't win the prize you wanted from your favorite radio station. Boo friggin' who. There's still a way for you to win. RealRadio.fm keyword contest. Somebody's got to win. Might as well be you. From And now back to the greatest game show ever. Come on! My NyQuil and Ecstasy is wearing off! So you want a winner. Back to So You Want a Winner. Let's take our next contestant. Well, I'm going to check some times here. Here we go. Here is uh, Bill. Ready to play, Bill? Yes, sir. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas and happy holidays to you, sir. All of London is in a festive mood. But not old Scrooge. Who oh, sits my by. God. Here we go. True or false, in Las Vegas, it's okay to walk down the strip with drink in hand, but illegal to feed pigeons. Is that true or false? You have lifelines if you want them. I like them, please. What do you think, that, guys? That, my friend, is true. You can do open container, but they don't want you feeding the birds because they don't want those birds to feel like they can live there for the rest of their lives. <laughs> Begone, birds. Begone. What do you think, Pink? Begone. It sounds true, but I'm going to go false. We have a split oh, decision no. there, Bill. What do you want to do in Las Vegas? It's okay to walk down the strip with a drink in hand, but illegal to feed pigeons. True or false? Man, I've never been to Vegas. I wouldn't. Ah, 50-50. Let's go with Pinkman. I'm going to go false. Oh, boy. That's your final answer? Yeah. I'm sorry. It's true. true. I'm sorry, man. Jeez. Oh, boy. Here's Paul. Ready to play, Paul? Oh, boy. You betcha. Oh, yeah. You got that. I I think I got a good one here for you. Okay. Jay-Z. Okay. okay. True or false? Jay-Z revealed that Beyonce changes her email address every damn week. That's a quote. Every damn week. Is that true or false? Oh, boy, I've had the same one since AOL. Well, yeah, I, 
about a lifeline on that? Yeah, you got two of them if you want them. Yeah, I'll take them both. Okay, here we go. Okay, guys. Oh, boy. You got lifelines. Um, Jay-Z revealed that Beyonce changes her email address every damn week. I say it's true because there's so many Beyonceans that they probably jack up her email and it gets full in like two seconds. agree. You're saying it's true? Yes. C. All right, Paul. There you go. They're both saying true. I think I'll have to go with the boys on this one. Let's All right, okay, and we'll give it to your old world. That's your final answer? You betcha. I'm sorry. Nope. I'm no. sorry, Paul. That was false. Was it every day? Uh, Ed it was, Sheeran. It was Ed Sheeran who said that, not yeah. Beyonce. Stupid Ed Sheeran. Man. Yeah, what is it about him? I, you know, What's I'm, wrong I with say, him? Well, He's got dumb hair. I'm just, I know he's popular. It's generational. I don't pay him any attention. What's the attraction? Is it the attraction? Is he kind of nerdy looking? He's Super a good talented. singer. Yeah. And he's got that approachable guy look about him. Yeah, but like he won't harm you, won't hurt you. That's probably right. His yeah. hair is stupid, though. Doesn't have a six-pack abs or any yeah. of that kind of stuff. No, he, he's just regular. He, he looks just like a, a sadder version of Ron Weasley. <laughs> that's true. Redhead. Mm. Yeah, okay. Just wondering. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, that's what all the youths are into. Youths. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like, not... Not the hip hipsters. Hipsters aren't into him. No, just you yeah. wouldn't go to. Would you go to one of his concerts? No, you would not. I would not. If you had a free ticket, would you go? Maybe. Eh. Oh, oh dude. I hear he puts on a good show. Well, and I think that girls in your age group would want to see. Uh, yeah, yeah. All those broads, all those youthful broads. <laughs> huh? Oh boy. Yes. We've entered a new age of trying to end sexual harassment, (laughs) trying to forego any kind of sexist, misogynist culture. And as soon as that started to happen, Pinkman got more sexist. I don't think he ever used the word broads until um, the last week. (laughs) You're really trying to win over some girls, aren't you? Oh, you know it. He heard Mm -hmm. Angel said it, and he thinks it's going to work. What's up, locos? Speaking of which, Angel will be here this evening. For what the hell is Angel listening to? He was MIA this morning. But... Uh-huh. Angel has an element of what cool to him. You know what I'm saying? Oh, without a doubt. Does he really? Yeah. Yeah. Pinkman. I'm pretty cool, though. You can't say it, though. That's the problem. That's why I laughed right after it. Here's John. Ready to play, John? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm ready for 2017 to end, though. The only good news is that you guys are coming back next year. <laughs> yeah. John. See how long that lasts. <laughs> you never know. I give us mid-January. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's you know, there's a very, there's now a very, very tight tripwire, you know. And anyway, here we go. In the true or false, in the January edition of GQ magazine, President Obama reveals that his favorite pastime since leaving the Oval Office is being able to smoke cigarettes without hiding. Is that true or false? I thought he uh, quit. You have lifelines. I see him sneaking. Um, I'm going to use a lifeline. I I haven't seen him smoking. I I know he's been sailing a lot. What do you think, guys? Uh, It sounds true. Uh In the January edition of GQ magazine, President Obama reveals that his favorite pastime since leaving the Oval Office is being able to smoke cigarettes without hiding. True or false? What do you want to do there, Pinkman? I think that might be true. Both saying true? Oh, uh, yup. Yeah. Right. Um, what do you think, Jim? Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't think it's true. You don't think it's true? No, I don't think it's true. <laughs> I'm not saying it's in one way or the other. I just don't think it's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Well, I, I, I really do want to go to the next round. <laughs> well, I mean, you got to take, you got to make a decision. Life is okay. tough sometimes. True or false? What do you want to hey, do? Tell me about it. I'm getting divorced. Oh, my, oh my God. All right, I'll give you the answer. It's false. Yeah, you're moving on. Yeah. You're moving on, buddy. I don't know whether you're making that up or not, a sympathy vote. No, I'm not, man. I'm going the 20th. You're going. Oh, oh, oh Christmas. How many, how many years were you married? Uh, together, 18 years. Uh, married for 13 years. Whose idea was this? Yours or was it uh, mutual? Or? I'm, I'm, an, I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. Like that. Hey, Ooh. been there, done that. I got that yeah. T-shirt. As a matter of fact, I got a few of them. Listening because she hates anything that I like right now. But, uh, well, <laughs> you made the right decision then. If she's not listening to this yeah. program, you're making the right decision. Here's Mo. I have a question. If you win Uh-oh. a prize, does she get half of it? Yeah. What's, uh, I'll give her anything if she comes back. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my heart is breaking now. Right. Here's Mo. Oh, my gosh. I hope you get this one right also. And it is Dateline, Glendale, Arizona. According to police, two young men pulled into a parking lot for a municipal court hearing, ignoring the do not enter signs and proceeded to party away, only they parked in the spot chiefly reserved for a VIP. Police rolled in to find pot, some people call it Mary Jane, and heroin displayed in the center console. What were they, where were they parked? I'm going to guess in a police parking spot. That's your final answer. I'll give it to you. I'm yeah, it is. It they you. were in the chief's, the police Point. chief's spot. Oh, here you go, man. One more round and you're you a correct. winner. correct. All right, here you go. Here's uh, Brad Sue said that. You have lifelines. Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. If you don't believe in climate change, you don't believe in facts and science and empirical truths. And in my humble opinion, you should not be allowed to hold public office. Now, who said that? Leo DiCaprio, Jim Phillips, or Bill Nye, the science guy? I'll give you the quote one more time. If you don't believe in climate change, you don't believe in facts and science and empirical truths. And in my humble opinion, you should not be allowed to hold public office. Leo DiCaprio, big environmentalist, Jim Phillips, you know me, and Bill Nye, the science guy. You have lifelines. Yeah, I'm going to use a lifeline. I think, uh, I don't think it's Leo. I know he's, uh, follow him on Twitter, and he's always tweeting about the environment and everything, does a lot of good stuff. Um, and that sounds like something you or Bill Nye would say. So I'm going to use a lifeline. Guys, what do you think? Well, I love, I love Bill Nye, and I think he would say something like that. But when he, when the words, in my humble opinion, that yeah, sounds very that sounds Jim, like Jim Phillipsian. Yeah. All right, I'm going to give you some help here. Uh, it's it wasn't me. I didn't say that. Oh man, okay. then mm, I would uh, like to have said it, and I believe it, but it's not me. I didn't make then that. I'm going to go Bill Nye. I'm going to go because the Bill Nye. I don't know how political he is, but I know that uh, you know Leo is. Oh, now you've changed your. And my t- wife loves Leo, so I don't. Hmm. What do you think, Pinkman? I think it might be Leo. So Pinkman says Leo DiCaprio. Yep, your soon-to-be ex-wife thinks it's probably Leo DiCaprio. Probably. Eddie the Shaman's going to build nice. She's probably thinking about Leo DiCaprio right now. Oh, come on. probably is. If there's a prize to make you look like Leo, I'd probably have a shot at winning her back. Oh, John, you're bringing me down, man. (laughs) What do you want to do here, DiCaprio or Nye? Um, I'm going to... Go with your heart. I'm going to go with Leo. Oh, Leo. That's your final answer? I think so. Yeah, yeah there it is. There you go. Good job. All right. Take a break. Come back. We'll uh, take a m- couple of more contestants for So You Want to Win. Then Eddie will get our chakras aligned on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A Japanese firm is planning to use a drone to force employees out of their offices by playing music at them if they stay to work evening overtime. This is kind of nice. 
unless they're just trying not to pay overtime to anyone. Next, a woman in England claims she'll never go back to men because having sex with ghosts leaves her more satisfied. Just like that movie with Patrick Swayze except she could be hooking up with ghosts ten times her age. Oh 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 oh. Finally, Fox is hiring actors to be Los Angeles Rams fans for the game against the Eagles. Weird. Who would have guessed moving a football team across the country would harm their fan base? Oh, LA. You beautiful dumb city. Headlines were brought to you by the Phillips File Live blog. Go there to see Mariah Carey Carpool Karaoke at realradio.fm. End transmission. And now back to the greatest game show ever. You want to win the hokiest, cornballiest, plastic gifts that break when you look at them? Yeah, so you want to win a... All right, let's get back to so you want to win a... All right, here we go. Uh, we've got a couple of winners so far. Here's Javier, is that right? Hey, guys, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? Uh, como esta, mi amigo? Here we go. True or false, you have lifelines. Lorraine Newman and Gilda Radner are the latest to come forward with revelations that fellow cast member John Belushi was a habitual groper. Is that true or false? You can use lifelines. I can use, I'm going to use a lifeline, but I think it's false, but I'm going to use a lifeline. I would just go with it. You got it right, right from the beginning. You don't need lifelines. Sure, all of them are passed away, by the way. There we go. You might need them now. Uh, yeah, mine. yours is a common bond, Javier. It's Kim Jong-un, Robert Mueller, and Donald Trump. What do these three people have in common? Kim Jong-un, Robert Mueller, and Donald Trump. Lifeline. Lifelines. Uh, I'm going to guess it's some kind of scandal with no. Uh, no. rockets. No. no. Uh, they're all uh, they're having a meeting. They're oh, all going to meet together. They were all in the running for time person that's of the your year. final answer. You got it. Yeah, that's it. You got it. Here None we go. of them were chosen. It was the Me Too people. Here we go to the quote. Yeah. Uh, here's the quote. Tell me who said it. Quote. I have quite a few female friends. We have really beautiful times together. Now, who said that? Victoria Beckham, Trevor Noah, or Jada Pinkett Smith? I have quite a few female friends. We have really beautiful times together. Victoria Beckham, Trevor Noah, Jada Pinkett Smith. You have lifelines. Lifeline. I think it's um, the second one, but I, I'm going to get the lifeline. What do you I think, guys? I I was I, so he thinks it's Trevor Noah. Yes, I, I think I'm going to go with. Uh, I, I don't think it's Beckham. I'm going to go with Jada Pinkett Smith. Why is that, Eddie the Shaman? Because she has had some issues with her husband, and the like. Like they've had problems. I don't know if they're getting divorced. If they're not getting divorced, but she's a very powerful, strong woman. Something she surrounds herself with powerful, strong women, and it's beautiful. They have an open marriage. I don't Allegedly. think so. That's been the. That's always been the. Gossip. Oh, I never heard that. Really? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's not cool. I'm going with Beckham. Well, it might be for them. Yeah. Yeah. Some couples, like that's that? uh, that's their that's their thing. You can't. You know, are they happy? They seem to be. I don't know. Not man. my cup of tea. Mm-mm. But some people, some couples, some human beings are like that. I'm just saying. So who did you pick? I I lost it. I'm yeah. going with Beckham. I'm going with Jada Pickett. All right, there, Javier. It's really up to you. Uh, Victoria Beckham, Trevor Noah, or Jada Pinkett Smith, who's the wife of Will Smith. Will Smith. Points. Or Victoria Beckham, the wife of David, David Beckham. Beckham. Or Trevor Noah, the husband of No. I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know, Javier. I'm gonna go with what Pinkman said. What'd you say, Pinkman? 
Beckham. Beckham. Oh, That's boy. That's your final answer? Sorry. No, Sorry. it wasn't. Yeah. Sorry. Jada Pinkett Smith. Wow. Oh, boy. Wow. It's cool. Sorry, Javier. Here we go oh, to... Uh, give me one more contestant, all right? All right. Because uh, here's Beth. Hello, Beth. Hey. How are you? I'm good. True or false, I, Beth? I hope you have a happy Merry Christmas. Uh, uh, you too. The uh, you. All right, here we go. True or false? You have lifelines. The first text messages, the first text, the first what? text message, excuse me, <laughs> okay. was sent 25 years ago. Is that wow. true or false? True. True. Wow. That's Don't your final answer. Yeah, you're right. Excellent. All right, Beth, round two. And you know the first message, what they sent was Merry Christmas. Points. Yeah, how about oh, yeah. that? Okay. Here we go. All right, now this is Brad's in the news. Stories ripped from the headlines. Mm. And here we go. Orbiting the Earth on the International Space Station sounds so cool, but the experience comes with many sacrifices. To top it off, the comforts of giving up home and family must be rough. For example, Paolo Nespoli, the cheesy Italian astronaut, live-streamed his boss and got his wish. The delivery charge had to be out of this world. How was he rewarded? Oh, come on, boys. I know this. Because he wanted a pizza. That's it. That's your final answer? Pizza is correct. There we go. Here's a quote. Tell me who said it. It's so easy to put on the weight and so hard to take it off. Who said that? Renee Zellweger, Valerie Bertinelli, or Jim Phillips? It's so easy to put on the weight and so hard to take it off. Well, it could be any of you three. <laughs> Renee Zellweger, Valerie Bertinelli, or Jim Phillips? You have lifelines. Okay, let's use my boys. All right. So Valerie, of course, former wife of Eddie Van Halen, had gone through the whole Slim Fast thing. Whereas Renee Zellweger gained the weight for the movie Bridget Jones. Mm-hmm. So I'm going with Zellweger. Renee Zellweger, what do you think there, Pinky? Jim Phillips. So we have a split decision. What do you think there, Beth? Renee Zellweger, Valerie Bertinelli, or Jim Phillips? It's so easy to put on the weight and so hard to take it off. I'm going to go with Pinky, and I'm going to say it's you. Oh, Me. boy. I'll give you five seconds to change your mind. No. Sure? You're not going to eliminate one? No. <laughs> Just giving you a chance. To do the right thing. Maybe. I'm going to go with you. All right. That's your final answer. Right yeah, right, yeah, yeah. All right, one more to play. Here's Dave. Ready to play, Dave? Yes, sir. Here we go. True or false, the Inuit Eskimos thought eclipses were caused by two great wolves chasing the sun and moon across the sky. Is that true or false, the Inuit Eskimos? Sounds yep. true. You have lifelines. Uh, let me try lifeline. What do you think? Yes, I think it is because, again, the original chariot pulling of the sun was a thing those Romans did. So I'm going to say the Indians changed it up, and they're wolves. Spirit guides. Inuit Eskimos thought eclipses were caused by two great wolves chasing the sun and moon across the sky. Eddie says that's true. I tend to agree. You all say it's true? What do you want to do with their Dave? I'll agree with the guys. All right. That's your final answer? Yep. Sorry. Oh, it was the Vikings, and thanks for playing. So you want to win. Oh, yes. Once again, my children, it is time to let your yin meet your yang. Reach deep into your soul. Find your inner child and teach him not to touch himself in public. It's the hardest working man in the business. 
Alright, Eddie, let's get that chief flown. It's the last Friday we're going to spend together. Oh, man. Going to 2018, you're going to be here on Thursdays, not Friday. That is true, my brother. The cat is out of the bag. I would like to proudly say that I have accepted the imaginary contract from Jack Bradshaw <laughs> to be here next Thursdays uh, for the next year. And, uh, Jim, i got to tell you a couple things real quick. Of course, as you know, when you hear that... Now, I know the one thing a lot of people don't want to hear right now is... You know why? Oh. Unfortunately... The ladies and the gentlemen that stand in front of your grocery store and it's oh, Salvation Army. Army. We love them. Give them money. Give them money. But the problem is they hear this and they start going the opposite direction. So embrace it all. That? Really? People try to avoid the kettle. I don't know why. It's because they, they just. Guilty. They Yep. They hear the bell. And literally the person never stops ringing the bell. That's I'm going to give kudos. Much love and energy to the person who rings that bell because they're ringing that love bell like the whole time. They never stop ringing. A little because pocket change, a couple of quarters. That's all that's needed. A cougar ant, whatever that cougar stuff. Cougar ant. Yeah, those guys that throw the gold one in. They always it's hear always the, that one story. Yeah. Someone threw 10,000 in there. Go for it, man. Just a pocket full of change. Grab Maybe it out of your car. But the great thing is we know the Love Bells will be here next year. Jim, uh, as you know, um, you have given me this space on your time uh, for the last 21 years, and I wanted to thank you personally for allowing me to do this. But I did want to dedicate this show to Sandy, my beautiful wife, uh, because, again, she has allowed me to be uh, three hours every week, and I thank her for that. And, Jim, I would like to invite you to a special occasion. Uh, as seeing how next Friday you may not have to be on the radio, uh, next Friday, of course, is our very Broadway Christmas out at Theater South Playhouse, which I'll be hosting and performing in. Just so you know, these are all top-level entertainment in Orlando. They aren't the kids. These are adults. So we're going to have amazing times. I highly recommend everyone stop by. It's hey. only 8 bucks. TSP Playhouse. Are these, uh, are these uh, uh, acting students? Or no, are these are adults, dude. These are adults. These well, are like Disney adults, performers. But are they remember, Disney performers. actors equity type? Yep, some hey. actors equity type. Oh, I've, uh, I have a world-class violinist that's going to be there. We're going to have tap dancing. Uh, I'm going to be doing uh, my Eddie the Shaman Starbucks story time little segment in there and uh we're going to be doing uh absolutely Excellent. amazing stuff it's beautiful i highly recommend if you haven't got a place to go show up next friday but jim eddie as you know eddie what jim may be off the next two weeks we're doing live shows are you trying to tell us you're not going to be here next friday yeah, yeah i already told here. you that like a month ago remember well, i'm not doing that and then i'm going to come back a whole day for you you were going to be our special guest fine I, you mean i was going to get to sit in the big chair and everything well, I don't know about sitting in the Yeah, chair. there you go. Bit's dead. Let's, Listen. Re let's revisit Thursdays. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, I'll rip up my imaginary contract. But here's the thing. I want you to think about this, Jim. All right. For 21 years, we've had poetry on our last moments together. So I wrote a poem in honor of you, the Phylites, Jack Bradshaw, mm. Pinkman, every intern that has ever walked through the door, Ooh. my brother Otto, who gave me the greatest intro huh. and extra sound ever, and of course you, Mother Mo. Uh -huh. Sweet, sweet. You're do a 10 minute Mother poem. Oh, oh no, no, not okay. even 10 minutes. No, no, it's, it, I wrote it. It's beautiful. Are you ready, Jim? We're ready. All right, so first thing we got to do is take a deep breath. <sighs> Let it go. <sighs> now, now take another deep breath. <sighs> Hold it. Okay. Inhale a little bit more. <sighs> <sighs> and allow yourself to relax your mind allow yourself to relax your lids and allow yourself mm. to relax your eyeballs and go with me into the temple because brothers and sisters of love the temple is open it's always open but today we have a very special thing today eddie the shaman is going to be doing a fabulous poem and it's entitled jim 21 years brah you ready jim yeah yeah 
Hey, everybody, did you hear the news? Jim Phillips is retiring, and everyone has the blues. Our final 21st Christmas together, it will be to sit next to Jim, to align your chakras, find your inner child, or free that chi. Blessings to the north, the south, the east, and the west. I'll always remember the extra shotgun shells in Jerry Gwynn's vest. You see, Eddie thought about the Phillips file all the time and always came up with mantras that would always end in rhyme. We can change the world if we only try. Remember fairness, generosity, modesty, and patience, the four words to live by. But why? Why do we do this every day and every night? To help a fellow rocker, a phylite, a friend of the file, by showing them the light. Be the light, Eddie said. And did you find your Zen in 2010, seven years ago? But the mantra has altered. But the love in my heart chakra has never faltered. So much energy exchanged over 21 years. But also hope, laughter, sweet redemption. And tears. With tears in my eyes, I remember it all. All the highlights, the events, all the moments, no matter how small. Every moment you can think of, of who, what, when, where, and why, can be reflected in a t-shirt, a pencil, a handmade yo-yo, or a bowl, or just like smudge stick smoke ascending in the sky. Eddie waved his feather wand to dispense the bad energy with smoke. Eddie was so smelly and wore so much patchouli you could choke. And on this last Friday, and it set upon their souls, Jim and Eddie looked at each other, and they smiled because they had achieved their goals. Jim, the great awakener, old Jim Weasel, had raised awareness, and Eddie said peace and love. A meeting, a friendship, a brotherhood, a mutual love only sent from above, like outer space, man! I will never forget, we talked to the spiders. Or the bats. All before the sun had set. So as we close this experience, I will say with a smile, Baha ha ha to all, peace, love, and the... Hey, guess what? What? Dude, he's not retiring! Wait, what? He's coming back for another year, only four days a week. So yes, another year we can continue to seek. Eddie the shaman got excited and loud as he always does. And he expressed with glee, I have the power of the numbers of four and eight. And the universe is supporting me. And as he packed up his love bells, peace, love, and Philip's file, we heard him say, no worries, brah. I'll be back next Thursday. Shaka! Wow, Eddie. Isn't that beautiful? It's all beautiful. You're beautiful. This is just one step in your journey toward inner peace and happiness. Remember to keep your chakras in line. And wash your hands after you go to the bathroom. First time in 15 years that he was early, that's for sure. A little early there, Eddie. Because I wanted to give you a present because these are the golden moments right now.
These are the moments where there is no script, my brother. Oh. If you looked at Jim's face, his, literally his mouth was agape and his tongue yeah, was kind of sticking up. I got to fill two minutes. No, no, no. I didn't know Jack was going to play the outro that quickly. But it's okay. Because you know something, Jim? What's that, I still Eddie? have our power animal. What is the power animal? Oh. Well, Jim, we started many years ago. And the only reason I ever came in and I met you was because of the smudge stick. Because you guys were having bad energy. And so it started with smudge and it ends with a power animal. Jim the hummingbird, that little teeny bird, he's so small, like so a finch, fast. but faster. Exactly. It's poetry in motion. He said, Jim. What is this, a hummingbird? Mm -hmm. Yeah, a hummingbird. He said, embrace what makes you happy. You know how a hummingbird gets nectar out of a flower? With its long tongue, but its wings are going 287,000 miles an hour or something? But its tongue is, is, is like a mini pump. They used to think that it was split at the end. Okay. And it would lap up nectar, much like a cat or a dog. Got but it. But it's not. It's more like a pump. Like a straw? So when the, Yeah, kind of like a mini pump at the end of a, uh, uh -huh. of a straw. Huh. That's interesting. But meanwhile, they have to hover in the exact same spot trying to drain that nectar from maybe, what, a size of a pinhead? I mean, mm. how do you get your little... I mean, he's got such a little body. And when he's they pull it back tongue. into their beak, it rolls up like a fire hose. <gasps> and then it's stored there, right? Yeah. <sighs> well, thanks for sharing. Isn't amazing. it? That's amazing. Jim, Things are amazing. the hummingbird also said to be joyful. Are you joyful? I am, just like a hummingbird. I'm joyful because you ate carrot cake. I made it for you. That's a good what cake, Eddie. Eddie. Thanks, Eddie. Eddie. That's Eddie. pretty good. Thanks for the cake. That was good, Eddie. Oh, and yeah. Pinkman, just so you know, a Christmas blessing for you. What day is it, Pinkman? Namaste. Very good. And you get to get the rest of the cake. Jim decided to give the rest of the cake oh, to you. Thanks. Yeah, because you're, need it. you know, yeah, you're poor. And you don't got no food. You're so that is he's hooking you up, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's Thank vegetables you. in there, the carrot. Oh yeah, it's a whole salad. There's some of a fruit cake. in there. There's a raisin. Yeah. It's like a salad cake. Yeah, it yeah. is. No, I love it's salad. a salad. Cake. salad cake. Oh my god, Cobb salad, salad cake. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, yeah. that would be horrible, dude. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna make some, roasted cauliflower some sliced this week. Boiled egg. Oh, so good. Oh, also the hummingbird said to count your blessings and open yourself to pleasure. I know I do. All right, everybody, have a great, uh, thank you, Eddie. Have a great the rest of uh, 2017. I'll see you in 2018. The Phillips File is going to four days a week beginning in January. Have a great weekend, everybody. Have a great holiday as well. Stay safe and hope Santa's good to you. Tonight, eat dessert first. Great like a dog. Wander aimlessly. Pound your conch as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care. Friday, yippee. Good night, Penny. Good night, Will. Remember, brush your teeth.